Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Winning Cures Everything, NFL recap for week number five. Let's jump right into it. All right, uh, Chris, welcome back from, from Boston, by the way. Yeah, man. It was a good time. Absolutely, absolutely. As always, the show is brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. You can check out more on all their sports books over at tunicatravel.com. We'll, we'll get to you going to Boston. We'll get to that. All right. Let's, let's roll through a couple of other ones first. Uh, recap number one. Drew Brees broke the all-time passing record in a 43-19 win over the Redskins. I will admit, I thought that the Redskins were going to maybe keep this one close. I, I don't know why. I mean, I, I had faith in their defense. I thought that they might be able to, to shut down New Orleans a little bit. Was really, really wrong about that. Well, here's, here's what happens, and we've had this conversation in the past. New Orleans is one of those, not New Orleans, the Redskins are one of those every other week teams. And when they're coming off a bye, you just kind of kind of sit back. It's like the first week of the season. You sit back and you wait and let's see what they do. Oh, yeah. If they lay an egg next week, you pound them. <laughs> if, if they come out like gangbusters, next week you fade them. And, and it's just the way they are. You can set your watch by how Jay Gruden has ran that team. Yeah. And, and I didn't right. know. I stayed away from it. I was going to just enjoy it, watch, see Breeze break his record. And, uh, man, this New Orleans team is really good. They are, they are beyond fantastic. I feel so much better about my Super Bowl pick. <laughs> it took a little while to get week. going. It took me a couple weeks well, to scare this, the hell out of me. Uh, having Mark Ingram back in the fold. Uh, Alvin Kamara's role obviously changed. But he is still always going to be the main pass-catching back. I don't know that it's going to change long-term. I think this is this guy's first week back. we got to get him back in the offense. Yeah. And also, I think the situation set him up for it. I, I, don't, I don't know that at any point in time he's not going to be the goal to go back. You and know, so they right. just happen to get the ball down on the three-yard line a couple of times early, yeah, and he's going to run it in. 53 had, yards, two touchdowns, not had, bad. Had it been, you know, first and ten from the, or first and goal from the eight or the ten, then, then that's Alvin time. Yeah. But it's from the three, from the two. It's, that's it's much more reasonable. Time. So Breeze was uh, 26 out of 29, 363 God. yards, three touchdowns. He has thrown four Goose egg interceptions. Zero interceptions on the entire season. That guy that guy was, was a, a And he's old. Yeah, well he's <laughs> he's thirty nine. Um he he was one of one of my picks for MVP before the season started. I think he, he's I can't believe he's, he's never he's never won the MVP. That's crazy. I think I know what Patrick I think he's Mahomes probably gonna do is that. doing. I know what Gurley and Mahomes will, will come back down to earth. Yeah. I, I think if it's close at all, they're not giving it to a young kid. They're giving it to Breeze. Yeah. And and I'm glad I got a couple of shares of that before before the season started. Um you talked you talked about Mahomes. Let's go on and jump into that. Okay. Chiefs thirty, Jags fourteen. Mahomes twenty two out of thirty eight, three hundred thirteen yards, zero touchdowns, two picks. So he he was human. I mean, it's still three hundred yards passing uh, against what the best defense in football we think. Yeah, I do think they're the best defense. I don't know that I like their scheme against him though. I've watched. It, it was this weird. Game. I don't think they played. I, they did better than anybody else has done against them. 
But I mean, they still gave up 30 points. I don't know that they, they played, like, the most efficient game again. I don't know how. No. Well, I, I mean, look, here, here's the way the Chiefs won this ball game. They could have sacked him. Jacksonville better. had 502 yards of total offense, but five turnovers. Yeah. Well, Blake uh, Blake cannot play from behind. Yeah. No, I, you, you've explained that to me multiple times. Um, he is I a think front-running QB. If they get a lead, which with that defense, man, a couple of field goals, you can have a lead. Yeah. If they are playing from behind at all, they're done. Yeah. That. Uh. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. I think that teams need to need to figure that out. But at the same time, well, it's hard to do. I mean, I, th- everyone's trying to get a lead, but that defense is pretty damn good. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, I mean, he didn't look great against the Titans either. And but that's because they played from behind a lot in that game. Or yeah, but, it was I mean, even. It was, it was, yeah, it was nothing, even nothing for a when, – when I talk about playing from behind, when pressure is turned on, when the heat is on – because in the Patriots game of the AFC Championship, not a couple of weeks ago, uh, they were winning, they were dominating the game. He began to make mistakes when the heat turned up. Fourth quarter, Patriots coming. Patriots coming. Yeah. Got to get a first down? Nope, go three and out. Got to get a first down? Nope, turnover. And and when the heat turns up is when he makes mistakes. No, you're right. You're now, right. The nice thing is, is if he just gets a touchdown or two field goal, you know, a six point lead on somebody with that defense, he can play pretty safe the rest of the game and hope that it carries them. Patriots thirty eight, Colts twenty four. Now, I know we got a little time to spend on this. I don't want to spend forever on it because okay. we got more to, to roll through, but you were there. I was there. You were 50 there. yard line, 20 rows up, dead center. Um, I'm going to tell you that was a pretty great experience. That was one of the best experiences of my life in sports, uh, being in Gillette, getting to watch primetime games. Saw Tom Brady throw his 500th regular season touchdown. The guy's got over 100 postseason touchdowns. <laughs> his touchdown to Josh Gordon is one of the most impressive things. I didn't realize this had happened. That was his 71st different player that he's thrown a touchdown that to. That is bonkers. There are, Hall I didn't of know fame, that. there are Hall of Fame quarterbacks that didn't throw to 71 different players, much less 71 different touchdowns. If you want to argue that Tom Brady is not the greatest quarterback of all time, you have some – some pretty big balls, and you've got to be making some pretty shysty arguments to say that. Yeah. He's only played with one bona fide true Hall of Famer on the offensive side of the ball, and that was Randy Moss, and he only had him for two years. 24-3 halftime lead went down to 24-17 to in the fourth. Now, how did you feel about okay, this? At no point in time was I worried. At no point in time was I worried. Those two turnovers that Tom's getting credit for the for the interception, literally one went into Hogan's hands and he handed it off to the other to the defender. Yeah. And that was in the red zone. And then the other one went into Gronk's hands. They knocked the hell out of Gronk. Gronk loses the ball and whatever. At no point in time did anybody in Gillette feel like that game was out of hand, that they couldn't get a first down when they really needed to. When they wanted to put the nail in the coffin, they were able to do it. It it was a different – I don't know how it looked from TV. There was no worry whatsoever. The announcers, once it turned 24 to 17, the announcers kind of – well, they're trying to sell I mean, the game. They, and, they, and they did a good job They're trying that. to sell people they, they on did making a good them job. think that this is a ball game. I, uh, I had to come back and watch it on replay because I was at the, the Memphis Madness thing. I remember thing. that, yep. Um, and which, by the way, YouTube TV, 
I still cannot get enough of this. It is so fantastic. Like I, I, I just, it's so easy to DVR stuff. Yeah. That like I can come back and watch it later and just and you now you can skip through the commercials like oh, it's yeah. no problem. So that you used to not be able to do that. Uh, Sony Michelle, eighteen rushes, ninety eight yards, one touchdown. Uh, White with, got involved too. I mean, yeah, it, it was, no, everybody was the got running low. game as I'm not going to say dominant, yeah. but as effective as as it looked on on television. Yep. No, it okay. was there. Holes are huge. And I'm not going to blow the Patriots for this right here. Man, the Colts' defense is still bad. Yeah. They've been bad for decades. They're still bad. In our top five, bottom five, Colts may be in there. Ooh. We'll, we'll talk Ooh. about that. But we'll we'll get to that. Oh, Steelers, Steelers 41, Falcons 17. Box score looked incredibly similar. But the biggest difference was Atlanta could not run the football only 3.3 yards per carry, 62 yards rushing. Uh, the Steelers' offensive and defensive uh, uh, lines finally looked in sync. Uh, everybody looked like they were playing together. Team looks like they might be back on track. Like, And, and it might take a team like the Falcons' defense to, to get you in that. I was about to say, but, having the Falcons come into town definitely makes you feel better about yourself. Nobody on the planet can shut down Julio Jones like Steve Sarkeesian. <laughs> I swear before everything I know that's right, good, and holy, I cannot understand how that man still has his job. How, you how have, is Calvin Ridley more effective he's, than, than Julio he's, Jones? Like he's, it, he's not. He's not. Sanu is not a better player than Julio Jones. No, and I understand. I think they a lot are, of that they might are absolutely be. not game planning for Julio, and he's one of the three or four best receivers in football. It it makes you wonder, like, is it because defenses are focusing on him? No, or is it because like they, I don't know that Steve Sarkeesian knows how to draw up an offense for a talent like him, but he knows how to draw up an offense for slot receivers because that's what he's done. Yeah, you're right about that. And that's exactly what he's done with this offense. He's drawn it up to benefit slot receivers. You have a monster on the outside, and you have a quarterback that's pretty damn accurate and has got a pretty good arm. Yeah. How you can't get him the ball, I don't understand. I'm not even going to get on to you about the touchdowns because way before Sark got there did he have troubles getting in the end zone. But that dude has been 10 15 catches a game, 120 to 150 yards a game, like clockwork. What do you think Sarkeesian would do with a guy like uh, like Antonio Brown? Oh, I think he would go crazy because Antonio Brown can cover the middle of the field. Yeah. For some reason, Julio just doesn't run all the routes. Now, that is a knock on Julio as opposed to the other elite but, receivers. But, but Julio is an elite receiver. But he and, is and still you an elite find, receiver. you got to get him the ball. Yeah, you got to get him the ball. Uh, I'm going to read off some stats. Okay. 447 yards, 33 first downs, 40-minute time of possession. Now, the opponent had 220 yards, 10 first downs. Time of possession was 19 minutes and 48 seconds. The team with 447 yards, that was the 49ers. They lost 28-18 to to the Cardinals. Cardinals get their first win. Here was the biggest stat of the day. Cardinals had zero turnovers? Correct. 49ers had five, five. turnovers. Apparently, Bert, did we ever figure out how to say his name? Uh, no, no. I think it's Brissett. Not Brissett. Not uh, Brissett. Uh, Bethard? Berthet. Berthet? But whatever. We're gonna, CJ. I'm going to go with Berthet. I'm going to roll with CJ. He is uh, maybe not real good at football. 
Well, see, that's what's crazy, right? Like he he threw two touchdowns, two picks, threw for three hundred and thirty plus yards, looked efficient, but it's why he lost his job. It's why they traded for Jimmy Garoppolo is because he could not stop turning the football over, and it wasn't just him, right? But oh, they had fumble man. issues. Yep. I mean, it just it blew my mind the the stat differential because God, San Francisco could do whatever they wanted to in this ball game. Rosen, Rosen's pretty good. Listen, and now we're he, gonna do look, our top five, bottom five. Rosen, and, 10, and there's was, no surprise. Arizona's in it, but Arizona's going in a different direction than all the other teams that are in it. No matter Rosen's, where you have Arizona in that bottom five, they're moving in a different direction. That's because you can't go any else. further down than what they were. But it don't matter. That I, kid, I do understand I think, what you're saying. I think he's gonna be he, good. He will get there. He his QBR was 33.4 in this game. 10 out of 25, not great. Well, 170 yards, one touchdown. Yeah, and Christian Kirk, I think, can be a, a very valuable asset to him, right? Not um, making mistakes as a rookie in close games is a big deal. Oh, yeah. That's important. So it, here's here's what his stats would have been. Uh, he's 10 out of 25 for 170 yards, but he had 175-yarder to Christian Kirk. So otherwise, it would have been 9 out of 24 for 95 yards. So... Still not great numbers, but he did find a way to win the ball game. He didn't turn the ball over, and that's a big deal in the NFL. And so, well, getting the when you have a workhorse like David Johnson, they finally started getting him going, which is important. I, I, I why? Well, the biggest thing is getting him the ball. That's it. You know, run an offense that gets him the damn ball. I don't know what we're gonna get to with all these because I didn't do this one this week. But, but <laughs> you were in Boston. I was, oh, I was out. No, 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 I was out. Definitely partying. But, uh. First week that I don't remember a week where four rookies made four starts, all four got all four got wins. Yep, that's kind of crazy. Bills thirteen, Titans twelve. Since we're going to bring up uh, rookies that got wins, four hundred forty-four total yards combined. Both that, teams, both teams, both teams combined. Uh, Stephen Hauschka, forty-six yard field goal for the win. Titans had three turnovers. Uh, the Titans wide receiver core, like we can talk about how it's getting better, but it is still not a very good receiving core. Like it's a Corey Davis it shines in spots, but man, just imagine Marcus Mariota with with the weapons that the Falcons have. Right? Like can just somebody other than Sark be the coach. Well, just at Matt LaFleur. Could be good. Like at Matt LaFleur. Yeah. Yeah, like let good. let him be the offensive coordinator yeah. with the Falcons wide receivers, right? Yep. Like I think the running backs are pretty good. I think Derrick Henry's good. I think uh, Deion Lewis is good. But goodness gracious, the rest no, of them pretty, are just, they're pretty bad. And, now, and without without Delaney Walker, like it really it hurts that offense. Well, because he was a security blanket. Yes, he would. He's always been Mariota's security blanket, and you know. It, it, but as predicted on this show, the Titans do what? They pull any team down to the crap. Down to the mud. Down in the mud. And you just the, the easiest bet in the world for everybody to bet from here on. Titans under. The Titans under. They're going to get smaller. I mean, they're, this over-under was like 37, 36. I mean, it was little. Don't matter. What well, the, cl- the Ravens-Titans one is 41 and a half. 41 and a half. Listen. And that's mainly because of the Ravens. Pull that joker down. Pull that number down, baby. Oh, yeah. Just, we're going to get in the mud, and it's going to be ugly. I'm going to... Talk about one of your gambling losses. That's fine. Go ahead. I had a lot of them this week. Bengals 27, Dolphins 17. 17 to nothing lead for the Dolphins early. They look like they are running away with this ball game. I 
thought I was pretty, man. Dolphins had three turnovers. I'm checking scores. Twenty-seven I'm to nothing. Salem. It's just a good day all over in the NFL after the beating I took Sunday, Saturday, Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, and then I'll be damned. Yeah, the uh, the Bengals come back twenty-seven unanswered. Uh, yeah, it, I don't know what to make of the Dolphins right Andy now. Andy Dalton's having a hell of a year, and it, even his stats weren't great. Like they they were helped out a lot by three Dolphins turnovers. Well, yeah. Um, but I mean, it's it it helps when you're playing at home. I right? think I think Adam Gase is a really good coach. I think they have hitched their wagon to the wrong quarterback. You think well, that's do, an accurate statement? I do agree with that. I yes. think if he's got, and I mean, this is kind of a weird. I think if he's got a young guy that he can mold, that's an actual quarterback and not an athlete playing quarterback, even like. Mitch Trubisky level. I'm not saying give him like stud, star, Pro Bowl QB. I'm talking about like Andy Dalton level, like average. I think Gase is that good of a of an offensive mind. I, I think you might be right. You might be right. I think he, Tannehill he just, looks as good as he does because Adam Gase is really smart. Yes. Like just imagine what he could do with somebody. Just somebody with, else. just with somebody capable. Browns 12, Ravens 9. You called this one. Boom. Overtime game. Baker Mayfield 25 out of 43. 342 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Joe Flacco. Look, 29 out of 56. Nothing makes me happier than watch Joe Flacco just two, flail about like a bumbling moron. 298 yards, one interception. He had a 21.3 QBR. Nothing on earth makes me more happy than watching Joe Flacco play quarterback when he has just fallen to pieces. You know what's sad is that the Browns would have won this game in regulation Yep, had they not missed an extra point. If it wasn't for a field goal kicker, the Browns are 5-0, and and there is a new power ranking that I haven't seen. Yahoo reported it, but I, I haven't opened the article yet. Um, to, I don't think it was a Yahoo power ranking. I think it was somebody else's that has the Browns in like the top ten in the NFL because they're looking at them as a team, not just like wins and losses. That I mean, this sense. this team is a field goal kicker away from being five and zero, which is with with insane. with wins against the Steelers, with wins against the the Saints, like with with big time wins, like major huevos wins. Now, I think the Browns are glad that they caught the Saints when they did. I mean, obviously they lost the ball game, but... I don't know about that. I think I think the Saints better be glad they caught the Browns when they did while Tyrod was still quarterback. Yes, agreed. I think both of those... Like, that game would be completely different right now. See, completely I, different. But see, you're discrediting the defense of the Cleveland Browns. I think they are elite-level, top-three conversation good. I think it's the Jaguars. I think it's the Bears. And those two might be flip-flopped. And I think it's Cleveland number three, and I don't know that it's close. You might be right. The you gap might be right. between them and four is world's big. Texans nineteen, Cowboys sixteen. This was absolute putrid to watch. <laughs> it was it was a travesty that this was a uh, a Sunday night game. The, uh, overtime, Jason Garrett, and I I I sat up and watched this. The NFL has the Cowboys and the Giants on on primetime TV like 13 times this season. Well, I mean, they'll be changing that. No, they won't. No, because, because those Monday night and Thursday night games are locked oh, in. Oh, no, those are, those are definitely locked in. Um, Sunday night, yeah, hopefully they'll flex those out. The, the only thing to take from this is 
Jason Garrett punts on fourth and one at the Texans 42 with 540 left in overtime. Now, we've been through the stat before on this show. Fourth and ones in the NFL are converted like at 70%. It's like 69.8% of the time, whatever it is. The Cowboys on fourth and one in the last two seasons have converted 95%. Why? In the world, with with Ezekiel Elliott in that offensive line actually playing pretty well, like Ezekiel, you've got you've got Ezekiel you've got Zeke has, and you got Dak. So Zeke has right now this year, not just this game, this season, he is plus three yards of yak of yards after contact. Okay, so just handing it to him can get you the yard, even if he's hitting the backfield, but. Tom Brady converts this thing at like 92% from a quarterback sneak, and he is not near close the athlete Dak Prescott is. Exactly. Put him under center, follow the guard in the center between the ass cheeks. And you don't even have to get be the, good ones. You don't, yeah, no, like, you just have to fall forward to get the yard. Andy Dalton does this. Like non-athletic, like super awkward quarterbacks do this on a regular basis. This is this is two weeks in a row that a mistake by the other team has given, given the Houston, Houston Texans. My first thought was is is Jerry Jones playing chess, three D chess when we're all playing checkers? Yeah, but is it better for him to have Bill O'Brien in the state of Texas and because he knows what he's got in the clapper? They're a terrible team. Yeah, no, you're but, right. No, I think I, listen, the Cowboys needed to win. Listen, the Houston Houston Texans have two wins strictly because the other teams are bumbling idiots. Yes, you are exactly right about that. Uh, let's let's jump ahead, knock out these last two. Lions 31, Packers 23, five missed field goals for Mason Crosby in this ballgame. Here, listen, I want to I read you the Packers' first half drives. Okay. Okay, and this is somebody that had the Packers minus one and a half. I told you that line stunk. I do you think they had any inkling that Mason Crosby that was going to be line, this awful? That line stunk. That line should have been Pat, Packers minus six or seven. The fact that it was only one tells you something's wrong with this line. Here's the Packers' first half drives. They fumbled a punt inside their own five-yard line on the first like first possession. Missed field goal, fumble. Missed field goal, missed field goal, fumble. That was their entire offensive like performance in the first half. I loved every minute of it. <laughs> Twenty four to I nothing, and then and then the Pats find or the Packers find a way back into the ball game. Oh yeah, Aaron Rodgers um, is great in the fourth quarter. Oh yeah, yeah. But when you're already down, you know, twenty four nothing. For all hard to do that, that Aaron Rodgers has ever done, he's only got one fourth quarter comeback in his entire career. The Bears. That was just that was just this year. week one. That was week one. Last up, Rams 33, Seahawks 31. Seattle was up 31-24 after three quarters. The Rams held them to 11 plays, 48 yards, and two punts in the fourth quarter. And Todd scored 10 Gurley, points. really or nine good points, at football. I'm sorry. I mean, yeah, he's, really he's good at football. <laughs> just, just in case anybody was wondering, pick him up if you got a chance. You got that right. Fantasy football, believe that. All right, that's – uh, that is our NFL recap for week number five. Don't forget, go check out tunicatravel.com for all your Tunica, Mississippi information. And check us out over at winningcureseverything.com. This is the Winning Cures Everything top five, bottom five of the NFL after week number five. You want to do the bottom first? 
Yeah, let's always start at the bottom. Okay, okay. Uh, the show is brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi. You can check out all of the sportsbook information over at tunicatravel.com. It is the South's premier sports gambling destination. Go check that thing out. Like I said, tunicatravel.com. They bring you the NFL Top 5, Bottom 5, and number 32. I've got the San Francisco 49ers. I've got... I might be a little biased. I might be a little irritated after the five turnover performance, even though they dominated the uh, the box score. I've got the 0-5 in our hearts, Oakland Raiders. <laughs> they are the worst team in football. Yeah, I mean, are they really, like, they really, they, they've they been really competitive. Doesn't matter. They're not. They're not good. Like they're they, they may good. be competitive, but they're not going to win. No. Okay. My, so, so you brought that up. I'm going to make this segment. This is usually a quick one. I'm going to. I'm going to tell a story. Go a little long. Mike Lombardi teaches one thing that I. I actually like listening to him. So I listen to him on GM Street. I've read his book. I follow him a lot. I think he's really smart about football. He tells a story about how when good teams play bad teams, they have to coach that you're better than this team. Okay. And and it's not an overlooking them. It's a don't panic early in the game because that team that's not good, they're going to play good for 40 minutes because they're still pros. Well, yeah. But then they're going to fall apart because they can't play for 60 minutes. It's what separates good teams from bad teams. And so you can't panic. And he said the Vikings, when they played the, the, the Bills and got blown out, they panicked. And they changed their game plan. He said, if you continue to just play your game, you'll eventually do that. I think the Raiders look competitive because they can play for 40 minutes. They're still pros, but but they are they are not a good team. And there's not a, a single team in the NFL that I think they should ever be favored over. Not even this 49ers team that is just riddled with injuries. So I they think, are... I, I think you might be right. They are my... Bottom 32 team. Number 31 for me. I got the Cardinals. So now I got your 49ers. Now I'm putting them up there. Okay. I'm, that, I'm, that makes sense. Literally, that is my argument for the Raiders being dead last. I I think the Raiders would be favored over the 49ers and the Cardinals. No chance. I think so. This Arizona team, so I've got the 49ers. I've got Arizona 30. Next. But I think they're going to crawl their right, way. So we've got the same bottom three. We got the same bottom three. We're Raiders, in Cardinals, order. 49ers, and, in different order. And Arizona is crawling out of this. In three or four weeks, they're not going to be in the bottom five anymore. I, I just, mm, just watch. They've got I don't know, rookie, man. they got a rookie quarterback and a rookie head coach. They're going to make mistakes, but they're getting better, and all these other teams are coming crumbling down. Number 29. I've got the New York Football Giants. So here's they, where they it, put up a good fight at Carolina. Here's where it gets dicey. Here's the thing: I don't think like it, it. I had to take schedule in this a little bit because the Giants have nothing easy on their schedule no. whatsoever. There is nothing for them to be able to come out of this. Like they needed some of these early season wins, and they didn't get them. They're, they're sitting at one and four. I don't think that they are – yeah. A team that I watched play Thursday, I have the Indianapolis Colts as my 29th team. I've got the Colts as my 28th team. I don't think they're good at football. I think the Colts could beat I think, the Giants. I think they have a long way to go. Now, now this jumble of, of mix for the next couple, 
they're all pretty damn close to bad. At see, some I level think that of there bad. are there are so many more bad football teams, oh, good teams? in the NFL oh, than close. good ones. Oh yeah, it's not close. Like it's it, that is why the power rankings should have the Cleveland Browns in the top ten. You can't look at their record; they're better than a lot of these other teams. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, they're a lot better. They're poorly coached, but they're better. Who's uh, who is your twenty eighth? My twenty eighth is one Dallas Cowboys. Okay. I think they are a garbage team. If if they don't beat the Jags at home this week, well, that ain't happening, brother. I, I might I might have them here, but I, like I've seen crazier crap happen. And here's I saw, what's sad: I saw the Bills beat the Titans and the freaking Vikings. I have so, I have the Texans just ahead of Dallas. They pulled off the win Sunday, which is just a waste of time in our life. The, that we the never fact get back. that we don't have the freaking Bills in our nope. bottom five, nope, they like, beat, should let you they know everything. Two teams that could be playoff teams this year. Yes, you cannot put them in the bottom five. That's, That's what's just insane. It. That's just it. Like this is a team that got beat forty-seven to three. Yep, by the Ravens. They beat two teams that I think can still make the playoffs. Oh, absolutely. Now the Titans might be losing that, but the Vikings I think still got a playoff spot. And the Titans, I I still think, can make a playoff spot. That's my bottom five. Dallas, Colts, Arizona, 49ers, and one John Gruden full of Raiders. (laughs) My my bottom five are uh, the Colts, the Giants, the Raiders, the Cardinals, and the 49ers. I think all of them are... You will get no argument from me by throwing the Giants in here. They are all equally terrible. I tried to figure a way to get the Texans and the Giants in here, but there was nobody I wanted to boot out more. (laughs) So... All right, uh, my number five team, I got the Chicago Bears. Oh, man, I, you know I had the Bears in last week. and I'm, They got the bye. They have one less win than everybody else. For right so now. So I can't throw them in here. My number five team that jumped them just because they have an extra – and they were crazy impressed. If, if you're not giving credit to the Cincinnati Bengals, you're just wrong. I didn't give them love or credit. I got them in my top five. I took the Bengals out. Remember, I had the Bengals I in know, like number four last week. I know, you took them out, and they had an impressive win. How'd they fall to a team that was idle? Uh, because I didn't feel like it was really that impressive. Oh, my God. I feel God. like they, they were getting stomped on until the Dolphins started turning the football over. Nah, it doesn't matter. That's part of the game. I you make them part turn of the game, the but football. I, I still feel like when oh, they go up against man. better football teams, they're going to get beat. You and also look at it like this. idle in over a team that – had an impressive win. That you know why I did that because I looked at it this way: if the Bears and the Bengals were playing today, I think the Bears oh, would win. I don't like that. I don't like that. I like that a hundred percent. Who's your and number four? The idle thing shouldn't hurt them, man. Come it on, it doesn't hurt them, but it just you can't. Anyway, number four, number four. I got your Patriots. I got my Patriots. I think we're gonna look. We haven't compared these. I have a feeling we're almost exact. If we're not the same going up, I'm going to be disappointed. We we are. I think we're going to be okay. You seem okay. No, I hadn't seen yours. Right. Like you, you got your hand blocking it, but I, I think I think we're close. Number three, we got the oh, Saints. we're the exact same. Yeah, yes. we got the we, Saints. Okay, we got the Chiefs. I don't think anybody could argue. We got with these. the Rams. No, I don't. And here's so the, yeah, if Saints, you want to put the Chiefs over the Rams, I'm not going to get in a fight with you. I don't care. Like I think you might be kind of dumb. No, I like don't. I, I think those two teams, one's in the NFC, one's in the AFC. Yeah, but the Rams defense undefeated. has been much more impressive than the Chiefs. Oh, I, I'm not arguing with that. Yeah, they, they're better defensively than the Chiefs, and offensively they're about about equal. But I do think that Patrick Mahomes is more of a like they've looked more fun doing it. Does more, that make sense? I don't know. I think I think the Rams, the Rams played worse teams. Yeah, if the Rams had to play the Jaguars, it might have. They might not look like they're just fun and gunning it. That's true. Anyway, we we have three top heavy teams 
I think. And uh, I think the Patriots are on their way back. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. All four of our top four teams are built about the same. Because as much as you want to say the Rams have the best defense out of those four, that defense ain't that damn great. Okay. No, no, it's really not. Have we turned a corner in the NFL to where it's just an offensive game? And if you want to be great, yes, but, you but put all the money on the offense. It's it's been like that for a couple of years now. Ooh, I yeah, a couple don't know of years. About that. I mean, if you think back to like, look, the Jags did as that much as Seahawks they could. Team that took the Patriots to the brink and didn't run it in to win the game. Yeah, but that's been that's a, that's been three years ago. Well, it's three years. It's not like a that's long. That's a couple time. of years. That's two years. <laughs> Things change, and yes, they, look, but that that. Seahawks team was a different level, right? Yeah. Like this Jaguars team, I think is that same kind of level. But they but Seahawks Blake, Blake is a whole lot different than, than Russell than Wilson. Russell Westbrook. Right? It's Wilson. It, God, it, I'm never gonna not call him that. <laughs> it's always gonna, gonna be Russell Westbrook to you. Like <laughs> gonna have the Ninja Turtle uh, uh, oh, throwing passes, right? <laughs> that's right. Uh, but yes, I, I'm. It, it, I think that it has been an offensive game for a long time. A good defense can stymie things but i mean even the rule changes that have come out all, in the last few all, years are I, well i think these all turning if you towards look offense. at these coaches these are the four smartest coaches in the game i don't know that anybody's going to argue that i mean i think i think doug peterson is pretty smart um i'm not knocking him but but like, we hadn't even talked about the eagles at all all season because like yeah i mean well, they're okay nothing like, to talk about yeah they're they're really not they ain't great by any means they ain't in the top five no they're they not in the, the bottom five, five. Now, I mean, had they beaten the Vikings this past weekend, maybe we're talking about it because at that point they've only got one loss. But mm, I don't know. Um, let's recap. Both of us have the same top four. Number one, Rams. Number two, Chiefs. Number three, Saints. Number four, Patriots. I've got the Bears at number five. I've got the Bengals, Bears, edging them out. They just don't have the extra game. They got to sit out. Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, that's going to wrap up our NFL Top 5, Bottom 5. Don't forget, tunicatravel.com, winningcureseverything.com. College football big game previews for week number seven. Brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. You can watch and wager on any of these games at any of Tunica's six wonderful, awesome sports books. Go check them out. you got Hollywood, First Jackpot, Samstown, Horseshoe, uh, Gold Strike and the Fitz Casino. Named them all from memory. I'm feeling good. Bam. Feeling good. Uh, as always, yeah. go check out our picks contest over at winningcureseverything.com. Football picks contest up in the uh, the top right corner of the navigation bar. This week, it is a two night stay at Hollywood, a $100 gift certificate to, uh, let's see, the Barn Prime Steakhouse, what, the first Jackpot Steakhouse. Uh, right and, across the street. Yes. And then um, uh, $50 in free slot play. a boy. So, pretty big uh, pretty big slate this week. Uh, last week, Charles E. won with a 7-3 and three record. Yeah. We had some, like, nobody hit 8-2, and two, nobody hit 9-1, and one, nobody went undefeated. And we've got a lot of people in this thing, so I was a little surprised. Well, little I don't surprised. feel so bad about how I did. No, no, you were you were fine. There were other people that uh, that did as badly as you did. As badly as I did. 
That's I, I not felt, many worse, but that's okay. I felt pretty good. I went six and four in uh, in the pick'em thing. Attaboy. So it's it was not bad. Somebody's got to hold up our end of it. You better believe that. All right, let's uh, let's go ahead and talk about the Thursday and Friday games just to go on and get those done. Thursday Some night, decent games. Georgia Southern at Texas State. Georgia Southern is a seventeen point favorite. Just going to tell you guys, like it's not going to be one of my picks because it's a Thursday game. I love Georgia Southern yeah. in this. Yeah. Holy God, Texas State is awful. It's they, only a 17-point line. Georgia Southern's a good team, too. And I understand Georgia Southern going on the road, short week. I got you. Texas State's bad. Georgia Southern is really good. Yeah. Texas State only has like four days to prep for that Georgia Southern triple option. And I love it. I, all of my metrics say they're going to beat them by 22, 23. I was just about to say, I think Georgia yeah. Southern will score 40. Yeah. That's, I mean, they're going to put up a big number. And Texas State don't ever score a whole lot against no. anybody. Uh, next up, Texas Tech at TCU. Big game. You want me to tell you a really, really goofy stat? Sure. I'm, I'm certain I'm not going to like it. <laughs> you're you're going to hate it. Thanks. All right. So TCU is favored by what? Like 10 and a half, something like that? Oh, no. Um, TCU's only like a seven point line. Is it a seven point line? Yeah. Don't we? Uh, we TCU, oh, sorry. Sorry. Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Uh, the metrics say that Texas Tech uh, should only be like a three or four point underdog in this game. Uh, they do have to try. They, they got to go on the road, all that. TCU, since like 2010, in games on natural grass as a favorite, are 2-15 and 15 against the spread. <laughs> but don't they play on natural grass? Yes, in their home? it's at their home field. Yeah, this is at but, TCU. But as a favorite on natural grass, 2-15 and 15 against the spread. Crazy stat, yeah. I know. Uh, I don't like it. But this is a Thursday night. I don't, you know, I don't know that they'll cover the seven and a half. That seems like a lot. Sean Robinson may be out for this game. Uh, they still haven't come out and said anything about that. So, so we don't know what the TCU quarterback situation is going to look like, but they'll be Either fine. Way, they'll they'll be put fine. up points. So that, that'll still be fun to watch on Thursday. Texas night. Tech's not going to stop anybody. Friday, South Florida at Tulsa. South Florida is a 14-point favorite in that one. Uh, no, they're not. They're seven and a half. The opening line said like 14. And I just never looked at it again. That's crazy. All right, so South Florida minus seven and a half. Uh, I would fully expect them to cover that. That's a gambling pick of mine. All right, then I'm gonna leave that one alone. Well, you can. I mean, we'll, uh, I'll just give it away. <laughs> no, here. we'll we'll talk I'm, about it. I'm gonna take South Florida. <laughs> by, by the way, in case anybody's curious on that, I if, ain't if you want to go watch Tulsa. the gambling picks uh, uh, episode, you get yeah, one we'll, for free. The rest you of them you gotta pay for. Uh, yeah, with a view. Air Force at San Diego State on Friday night. San Diego State looks really good. Uh, that line, according to Hollywood Casino and First Jackpot Casino, uh, which they are providing the lines for this week. Go check them out. Um, that line is 10 for San Diego State. Look, they lost their starting quarterback, their starting running back, and then they took Boise behind the woodshed last week. Like, the score wasn't, you know, they didn't beat them by 40, but they dominated that game. Could this be one of those things where the injury made them a better team? I think it's entirely possible. They, they, they were one injury well, that, away from and, being a really and good team. Rocky Long is just a fantastic coach. Oh, no, you're like, right. He's, he's that in guy's going to get a – yeah. It, see, that's the problem. I think he would have already gotten one, but he's he's in his 60s. I don't, I don't know that good. I would leave San Diego for any job in the world. I, he may have been offered. And if just I, didn't. If, as long as they're paying me enough to live comfortably in the city of San Diego, I, there ain't a whole lot of things that's going to take me away from there. No, you're I've, right. I've been there. I've vacationed there. I'd move to Colorado Island. Arizona at Utah. Utah minus 14 coming off of a big win over Stanford. Uh, 
I think Arizona's getting a little bit better. 14 seems like it might be a lot. especially Are we sure for this. David Shaw's a good coach? Uh, I think David Shaw's team had been beaten absolutely okay. to death two weeks in a row. I just, uh, I just like to, I just like to poke fun when I can. I can understand that. Um, no, there was no reason for them to lose that game other than they had just been to Eugene and pulled out a crazy miraculous win, and they just went to Notre, Notre Dame, Dame and got their brains yep. beat in. So, uh, fourteen may seem like a, a little much. Uh, my metrics have got this one. I got them right here. Let's see. Uh, it's actually right on the number. So, metrics have it right at 14. Maybe it's not too big. Maybe it's not too big. We'll see. It just feels like game. it might be too big. I'm not touching. Utah favored by 14 over anybody. It just sounds crazy. Let's jump into the biggest games of the weekend. Are you ready to do this? There's some big ones this week. There's some big ones. First off, college game day, Ann Arbor. Wisconsin at Michigan. Michigan is a seven-point favorite, uh, at least as far as the last time I looked. We just got the yep. updated lines. Uh, Michigan minus seven and a half. Last time I looked, it was seven. Over-unders, 47.5, Saturday at 6.30 p.m., ABC. It's at the big house in Ann Arbor. Uh, I cannot figure out why this line is so high. Like, my metrics have Michigan as a two-point favorite. Yeah, pretty even game. I'll tell you this. Wisconsin has only been a rogue dog twice since 2015. They're 2-0 against the spread in both of those. Yeah, I I wouldn't bet this game at all. I don't think I am. But I will tell you that I'm going to watch every second of this game. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it's just a – There's the not big a lot t- going on at, at 6 or 6.30. No, like, the there's evening West Virginia, slate Iowa is not State. nearly as good as last week's evening state. But the 2.30 slate is ridiculous the, this week. We'll, we'll get to that, though. The Big Ten has been down this year. But when they have big premier games, oh yeah, boy, they're big premier games. Yeah, this is – so Michigan, this starts the run, right? Like you got, That's it. You got Wisconsin, you got Michigan State, you got Penn, Penn State, State you and then Ohio at the end of the State. year you got Ohio State. They got a gauntlet here that they got to slew through, but if they roll through this gauntlet – If, if they know, can find a way to beat Wisconsin – And Notre Dame finishes undefeated. Well, Michigan State is – It's going to be real hard to say, hey, man, their only loss is to an undefeated Notre Dame team. Yeah, it's, it's, it's tough to week say. one, but that's a we're we're chalking up W's way too early before we get to that. If if you can beat Wisconsin at home, that's a that's just a start. Michigan State is not nearly as no, good this no, no, year no. as people thought they you would. Cannot be. lose to Michigan State this year, and then after that you got Penn State, and yeah, so you play at Michigan State this year, but you've got Penn State and Wisconsin at home. You got Ohio State on the road, though. Yeah, but that's at the very end of the year. I'm yeah. just talking about this gauntlet right here. Oh, the, the three team. This yeah. is it is favorable for you to be able to win all three of these games if you're Michigan. Yeah, because you got the hardest one on the road. But that, that Michigan State team, even though they're not good, it don't matter. That game is oh, it'll, just it'll one that crazy. does not matter. Just hope to God that it doesn't rain like it did last year, right? I'm excited <laughs> for this game. The Big Ten, like I said, they've been down, but when they have a big game. Man, yeah, and they they bring a big game. Yeah, you got that right. Wisconsin and Michigan both. Uh, this this will be. I'm staying away. I love both these teams. This will be I entertaining. Both these teams being in the playoffs before the season started. I was wrong on that. But. Yeah, yeah. With both of them uh, entering with the loss, it's not a not a good thing. Uh, Georgia minus seven and a half at LSU. Over unders fifty and a half. It's Saturday, two thirty p.m. CBS down in Death Valley in Baton Rouge. It's gonna How be a large it, time. Tell me about. Your Tigers. Okay. I actually feel way more confident about this game as this week has started than I thought I would. 
That you know you, that's surprising to me I, a little bit it, because thought, our YouTube viewers here, uh, they gave yeah. you. So, I mean, as yeah. soon as that game went final, I'm sure my phone was just dinging, all, ding, ding, ding. How all you feeling these about people, your takers now, all Chris? All these people come out of woodworks when the game is over. I know. I, I said, know. where were you before the game to talk us out of this? No, no. I don't. Like, want, I, I, I even jumped in. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Felipe Frank sucks. Let's yeah. roll. Yeah, no, I was wrong. No, listen. It's on the road. I still think it kind of sucks. But, you know. it, it were, they were on the road. Look, one one big mistake by Joe Burrow cost them that game, cost them that cover. Because if he doesn't throw that interception at the end of the game, they drive down the field. There's no doubt in my mind they can kick the field goal. So now, if, That doesn't get them the cover. If but. they get them the touchdown, though, you've got the guaranteed win in hand with the best field goal and kicker in college football probably. You, you, well, what surprised me about that was that Florida ran for 215 yards in that game. No, the defense is on the field too much. The offense staggered way too much. They weren't creative at all. So tell we, me, we had some issues. I just, I don't listen. I can't other give than you, I can't give you metrics. At no, no point, you don't have to give me metrics. At no listen. point in level, at no point in the game, at no level of the game, are are we better than Georgia? None. Listen, I, I, let me read off I the little, the few notes that I have. Other than games against Alabama, this is the second time in the last five years that LSU has been a home underdog. And that's not counting Alabama games. They they were an underdog to Auburn last year. Correct. Other than that, this is it. That's it. Uh, The metrics say the line's dead on at seven. I'm surprised it wasn't a little more after the Florida game. So... Why, like, explain why, as an LSU fan, you were confident in this. And I'll tell you why I'm confident in this. I think every person not bleeding purple and gold is going to say, damn, it's just a touchdown. Georgia's going to smoke them. You got Kirby Smart against O? Come on, man. And I think 80 to 90% of every nickel bet on this game is going to be on Georgia. And I'm all right with that. Yeah, that the hook though. I think a lot of people might jump in on that hook. I don't think they are. I think I, I, that's I might be wrong. I just feel good about it. I can't explain why. I know this. We're coming off a bad loss. It looks bad, but we didn't get beat up in that game. Stopping Georgia's running backs is something that nobody has been able to do yet. We got ran all over against Florida. If we get housed, this will be a pride game. If we get housed, it will be because we cannot stop their running backs. That is the. That is a fact that will not be argumented by me at all. That's that's going to happen if we can't stop the running backs. Nobody's been able to stop them yet. If we can, and we do, crazier things have happened at night in Death oh, Valley. Oh, yeah. No, you're right about that. And and by the time this game ends, it will be nighttime in Death Valley. Um, well, yeah. It's going to be night early. Look, I think that Georgia is – superior at every level of the game yes uh, but but here's the deal like they haven't played a team like lsu i think they could get punched in the mouth here and it might shock them a little bit i Correct. still expect them to win the ball game i think it could be close i think it could be a touchdown I game i thought south carolina might hit them in the mouth south we carolina didn't see what they did nothing nope, they folded like a cheap suit yeah yeah nope. that's just ridiculous I, lsu might get housed we're gonna find out what george is made of because we're gonna hit them in the mouth Oh yeah, that crowd is going to 100%. be insane, and they are going to get beat up. Now they might beat them by thirty. They're still going to be bleeding when the game's over with. Yep, you're right about that. That I guarantee you. Game number three, Washington three point favorites at Oregon. 
Line seems a little short to me. This game stinks. Yeah, it does. Over under 58 and a half. Uh, Saturday, 2.30 p.m., ABC slash ESPN2. It's one of those where it just depends on, on regional, which is crazy to me because the other game, which it's our number five. We'll get to that. Um, yeah, it's in Eugene, Oregon. Look, the metrics say that Washington should be like eight, nine, ten point favorite, right? So my metrics say 8.6. Um Washington did not look good last week against UCLA. That was one of my gambling losses. They they just decided to sleepwalk through the entire game against Chip Kelly's team. They just it, nothing, right? Gave up 14 fourth quarter points. Just looked like they didn't even want to be there. I think they might have been saving something for this week. You might be right. I watched Oregon get up for that Stanford game, and they hit Stanford in the mouth. And they beat up on Stanford for 55 minutes of I th- football. I think Washington is still oh, immensely more talented Far than more superior than Stanford. I'm not, I'm not debating that. I'm going to tell you this. If Oregon shows up and they bring that level of effort, energy, excitement, and and execution that they it's did gonna for the first It's going to be hard to because like it, it, the game starts at 12:30 local time. That's right. It's early. Yeah, it's a 2:30 p.m. central time kick. Uh I, I don't know, man. I I'm not going to be playing this game because I think Washington may be more fired stinks. up for it because like this will be their other than the Auburn game, this is their turn to be in front of the national crowd. And it's what Chris Peterson had bitched about forever. Like, you know, well, they just keep stinging us at 9.30 p.m., you know, like yeah. nobody, the East Coast isn't going to see us. Here's your what? shot, boys. Yeah. Like, yeah. let's go. He, he better be ready. I, I think Oregon's going to bring something. And he's going to have an opportunity to impress people if Oregon does. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, I think Oregon, like we said before, still about a year away. Like, still, it, like, that depends on whether or not Justin Herbert stays. But – I think Herbert can throw the football on this defense. Like, I think UCLA showed that last week. Yeah, we'll we'll learn a lot about both these teams. It would not shock me. This line stinks. It would not shock me for Oregon to come out with a W just because I think the line is off by four or five points. What do you think about the, the over-under here? 58-and-a-half. I'm not touching it. Washington's defense is really good. When yeah. They, when they want to lock somebody down, they can. Yeah, I, I do agree with that. If Oregon I was going to play one, I think it would be the under. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so too. So, because so Mario Cristobal, it would be just fine with trying to run the football. Run, eat up run, clock. I was just about yeah. to say, because of the way Oregon runs the football, if they maintain time of possession and just try to keep Washington off the field, that's how I would want to beat Washington. That's how Auburn beat Washington. Yeah, hundred so. uh, percent. Game number four, Michigan State at Penn State. Now, this would have been a lot more attractive had Michigan State not absolutely crapped the bed against Northwestern last week. I but think Northwestern had something to do with that crap in the bed part. I, I talked about dis, this in the recap while you were going. It's to not our disrespect boys to West the Westlock Pirate boys. What I'm saying is I heard it. Northwestern. He said, y'all garbage, and he shouldn't have won that game. That's exactly what you just said. Northwestern had eight rushing yards and two defensive starters out in that game. Michigan State, yes. But the defensive starters that played, they played they like played some well. grown-ass men. They did. They did. 29-19 in that one, but – uh, I think that's what makes this line as, as much as it is. And so, of course, I'm thinking, oh, man, Penn State minus 14. That's a lot uh, Which, points. by the way, over-under is 54. That's a so, lot of So, Vegas is thinking it's going to be a 34-20 to 20 ball game. That's a lot of points. Uh, Saturday, 2.30 p.m., it's FS1 in Happy Valley. That's right, three straight 2.30 kicks. Um, 
but I, I saw that line and I'm like, there's no way that this is actually a 14 point line. And then I kept checking places and it is, it is a 14 point line. That's a lot of points. That line is not wrong. The metrics that, that I have okay. have got this like Penn State minus 18, minus 19. Like that's it. It blew my mind. I'm like, I like Mark D'Antonio. I, I'm going to ride with that. my guy. I've lost a lot riding with him. I'm riding with my guy. <laughs> I've lost a lot riding with him. I'm going to keep doing it. It's like, keep doing why? Because it's my boy, keep? man. I got a job. I make a living. It's all right. Like, I don't do this for money. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. I'm riding, um, I'm riding with my guy. I'm in the tank with D'Antonio. I'm going down with D'Antonio. I do think Penn State will be. You give me two touchdowns. Penn State will be fired up for this one. Why? A team that just got beat by Northwestern's coming into their house. Well, a they team got that, something to prove. A team that beat you and, and might have helped keep you out of the playoff last year. Nah. You know, and it was look, it was because of a rainstorm, all that kind of mess. Like Michigan State won two games like that last year. That they probably shouldn't have won. I don't think they worried but, about old stuff. Nah, I mean, we'll see. Get to the biggest game of the weekend. Biggest game of the weekend. Number five, UCF, three and a half point favorites at the Memphis Tigers. Coming into the Liberty Bowl. The over to our house. The over under here. Triple digits. 78 and a half. Oh, it probably should have been a Oh, that's a lot of points. Seven. Saturday, guess what time? If it's a noon kickoff, I'm going to be pissed No, off. no, no, no. Another 2.30 game. Holy shit. Yeah, so 2.30, we've got Georgia, LSU, Washington, Oregon, Michigan State, Penn State, and UCF, Memphis. All right. Yeah. Some of these games are not going to get watched. Yeah, I mean, just, you know, buy some more TVs. No, I don't do that. <laughs> hey, I got an Apple TV, by the way. When I, when I get in on a game, I'm in. I, I got an I'm Apple in. TV. Okay. So in the ESPN app, you can watch four at one time, and then I got the other TV that I can watch two at a time, and woo. All right. Anyway, uh, Saturday, 2.30 p.m. way too much technology. I'm an a- old man. <laughs> Give me my DirecTV, my one clicker. I just go back and it's forth. It's ABC games. slash ESPN2. So depending on what part of the country you're in, you either get Washington, Oregon, or UCF Memphis. Well, we're going to get this Memphis game. We're going to get the ABC. Memphis game. So it's at the Liberty Bowl. I'll be uh, on this one and my Tigers. The so if you look at like the Sagarin ratings, okay, I it, don't. It, so this opened up at a at a four and a half point UCF favorite, right? Um, and that's what it should have been according to Sagarin. If you look at any other metric, UCF should be favored by like double digits, and I don't think that they're wrong. Um, but I do think that Memphis will be able to score on this defense. So, I mean, I, I'm not going to touch this game. I'm going to tell you that. Uh, this game's in my gambling picks. Is it? Damn right I mean, it we, is. We might leave that one alone. We kind of running low on time on this Come one. On. But yeah, let's go on and run through our honorable mention. Texas A&M, two-and-a-half-point favorite at South Carolina. Line seems a little weird, a little funky. This line um, stinks. Yeah. This line stinks. It really does. Uh, I mean, how do you feel about this? You, I, I would have, I would bet a house note on A and M with this line, but because it's so low, I'm staying away. Yeah, it something stinks. makes it, something makes it weird. Uh, Colorado, South Carolina's going to win it outright. It stinks. It probably, Colorado at USC. USC is a seven point favorite. This one's in my gambling picks. Oh wow! Okay, West Virginia seven, well favored by seven at Iowa State. This is one of the nightcap games. Yeah, favored by seven. This was in my gambling picks. At Iowa State. At Iowa State. Man. That's I'm gonna sure be, you that's, can tell which way I'm leaning. That's going to be a good game. 
Oh yeah, that's another one of the night games. That'll so be that's a uh, that's a six p.m. on FS1 game. Um, what is Pac-12 after dark? I know we're getting out of here. Uh, that's Colorado and USC on FS1. That's the nine o'clock game. Nine thirty. Uh, I wish I'm, I wish it was better. Let's see ESPN. We've got so the 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 after dark games, the nine fifteen plus games. ESPN two Hawaii at BYU. Uh, CBS Sports Network, Boise State at Nevada, FS1, Colorado at USC, ESPNU, Wyoming at Fresno State. All right. I think ESPN might have boxing. This will be a bad <laughs> week for Pac-12 after dark. <laughs> hey, you still got Hawaii late. It's all good. That's going to wrap up the big game previews. Don't forget, you've got everything you need to know to go be a winner. Go on down to Tunica. Place your bets. Get some action in. TunicaTravel.com has got all the information you need for all six of their sports books. So go check them out. You can also get our picks and whatnot over at WinningCuresEverything.com. College football gambling picks for week number seven. Brought to you by WinningCuresEverything.com. Brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. You can watch and wager on any of these games over at any of their six fine sports books. You got the Horseshoe, Gold Strike, Samstown, Hollywood, First Jackpot, and the Fitz Casino. TunicaTravel.com for more information on all six of them, along with all the other fine casinos down in Tunica, Mississippi. Go down and get some action on the games that you love. These are the ones that we love. We got a picks contest over at WinningCuresEverything.com. Last week's winner was Charles E. from Parkersburg, West Virginia. He went 7-3. and three. He won on the tiebreaker. You can go 7-3, and three, right? I mean, everybody gets, uh, you know. I mean, blind, I didn't. A blind, you didn't last week, but but you have. You I have. have. Uh, so, I mean, this could be your week. A, a blind squirrel finds a nut sometimes, right? You know. That's all I'm saying. So, go sign up. Football Picks Contest over at winningcureseverything.com. It's up there in the navigation bar. Just click it. We got 10 games. Give us your email. Cost Give us your you name. just about 30, 45 seconds of your yeah, life. It, it's nothing. Nothing. A little bit of data from your smartphone. That's it. That's it. So you can do it on a smartphone, computer, tablet, whatever you want to do. Whatever. PlayStation 4. If you like using the browser feature, whatever. Last week I went 3-4 and four against the spread. Another 3-4 and four week. I swear to God, I've, I've had like two good weeks, and then the rest have been like 3-4 and four weeks. And I, this is a curse because I said I wanted to go 4-3 and three every week. I went 3-1, and one, so I lost my Friday night bet. I went 3-0 and oh to start Saturday. And then zero and three on Saturday night. Little so man, I got I, I got to stop for I, a three and four week. I got to stop betting these night games. I just got to stop betting the night games. That's my problem. I took a B team. Yeah, Vegas and, did not like me taking all that money from them like I've yeah, been doing Chris, the last couple weeks. Chris two weeks ago went six and one. Last week went one and six. Woo. So he's back to even in two weeks. They got it all uh, back. Overall, I am twenty twenty one and one. Chris is twenty twenty one and one. We are one game below 500. This I had a massive lead. I, you know what happened? In a, in a large pile of cash yeah. that I just set on fire. Um, you know what happened? Uh, we <laughs> we started recording videos. We were, be- we're better than this. I don't know what happened. Um, of course, we used to pick only five games, right? Yeah, now we're right. picking seven. So yeah, that's all right. We're just uh, we're picking losers. I bet but, a lot more than this. But this week. Yeah, what's crazy is that like we we've both made money in weeks where we've lost on. Well, games. not this week. No, this week I lost a lot. I mean, I lost the other games that I bet too. 
Oh God! No, and it was just, well. You went nine and one the week before, Saturday. so you know. Yeah, yeah, no, it was good. This week though, we got winners this week. Getting we back. winning. We we running this thing this doubling week. Doubling up on some of the losers I bet on. Let's roll with it. I'm a, I'm gonna start us out. Go ahead. Number one, the cadets, baby. Army minus fourteen at San Jose State Saturday. It's another one of those two thirty games. It's on ESPNU. My metrics have Army as a twenty two point favorite even on the road. That's including home field advantage for San Jose State. San Jose State sucks. They can't stop anybody on the ground. Is that the Jackrabbits? No, that's uh, South Dakota State. Oh. And so San that's, Jose State is like the, uh, the Trojans, I think. That's or close. something like that. Uh, but anyway, San Jose State is uh, is pretty awful. They could hang with a team like Hawaii. Army just ain't going to give them the football. It's just not going to happen. Army minus 14, go drop that thing. Let's roll. Friday night. South Florida gave this away earlier in the earlier segment. Yep. Minus seven and a half against Tulsa. South Florida's a really good football team. I'm riding this horse until she bucks me. <laughs> That's just it. I haven't I don't even look at the number anymore. I just the first thing I do is I say, Where's South Florida? Oh, they're early this week. Boop. Kick them. Yep. And South you got them what? Seven and a half? Seven and a half. Seven and a half. All right. Bam. Next one up, game number two for me, Temple. Minus five and a half at Navy. Saturday, another two thirty game. 2.30 p.m. on CBS Sports Network. Basically, every channel on your television is going to have football on at 2.30. Uh, Temple is 16-3 and against the spread against AAC teams the last three seasons. Temple was dog crap at the beginning of last season. Correct. They were dog crap at the beginning of this season. They still went in and beat a better Navy team last year, 34-26. This year, if they won by the same margin, they'd still cover this line. My metrics have got this Temple minus 10. I mean, I'm getting a four-and-a-half-point difference here. I'm rolling with it. Temple, let's roll. My second game, Temple, minus five-and-a-half against Navy. <laughs> Is it really? Yep. Boom. <laughs> Nailed it. We rarely same pick reasoning? the same games. I just think Temple is a far tougher team. That's that's saying something against one of these military teams, okay? They are a physical team that likes to beat people up. They beat up on some really good teams. Navy's not a good team. I think they're going to go into Navy, and I think they're going to beat them up. I think, uh, I think you were right. Uh, game number three for me. Iowa, minus four and a half at Indiana. Man, I really wanted this game. Saturday, 11 a.m., ESPN2. The line opened at six, and then it went all the way down to four and a half. The metrics that I have say Iowa minus 9.4. So it's almost 10 points there. I mean, we're looking at about a six-point difference here. Like, you're giving me Iowa at a little more than a field goal? Indiana's just terrible. Indiana's not a good football team. I understand... That Ohio State, like, look, Ohio State was tired last week. I'm going to tell you that. Ohio they didn't State look great. was like five seconds away from covering a 25-point spread. I agreed. But Indiana didn't look terrible. They did score points on them. This Iowa defense is better than you know, the Ohio State defense. defense. Oh, I was Period. Say, everybody has scored points against Ohio State. Yeah. Everybody. But that I think that's why this line is well, what it is. Maybe not Oregon State or Rucker, but Oregon, Oregon State scored 31 points on them. Oh, they did. That's right. Yeah, but Oregon Damn. State has been scoring on everybody. So My third game, doubling down on a team that let me down. Justin Fuente never lets me down two weeks in a row. Give me Vitek, minus five and a half, going to North Carolina. North Carolina is a dog crap team. They're a lame duck waiting to fire their coach. And I don't mean like fire them by we're going to fill out some paperwork, sever you, and let you go. I mean like Daffy Duck style put a shotgun to his head and end it. Just like, this is over. This guy is garbage. They are having problems at North Carolina. Vitek is going to get it right. They lost to one of 
the best teams in all of college football. We agree with that. Yeah. I uh, think they're going to beat North Carolina. You you didn't think that this line kind of stank a little bit? No. I think I, I mean, think it, people it, like, are off was, the trail of Vodtech because they've lost two bad games. One was to an old Dominion team. I, I thought about taking smoked. I'm taking Vodtech. I do not think this line stinks. I walked away from two other lines because they stunk, one of them being the A&M line. I'm not walking you, away from you this You see one. what that number is? Yep. Yep. That's read, right. Read, read that number. 11 and a half. That's what that's what my numbers say that Virginia Tech should be. They're going to beat them by more than that. That's and I, I agree. I've got other ones that say that, that they will. They're going to beat them by more than that. Um, but this man, is, this is a team that when they take a loss, they're gonna they're well coached. So when they lose, but we talked about this before the season started. They're inexperienced, so they're gonna lose some games. After those losses, this coaching staff is going to get this team right. You might be I, right. It I'll just, tell you this: it, it they might a little funny to me. They might be like Oregon. We talked about in the other series, the other uh, the segment. They might be a year away because they're so young. Next year, they're going to be crazy experienced. I like this Vatek team still. I'm riding them. I'm not jumping off. I ain't scared. Okay, I mean that's that's fair. That's I bet fair. dumber money on worse. Game number four for me: Nebraska at Northwestern. We got the same one. I don't know. Wait, I got Northwestern minus five and a half. Rolling with the boys from the Wet Lost Pirate. That's not number four game. Believe too. that. Bam. It, here, I'll, I'll give you a stat that you need to know. Northwestern okay. is eleven. Hey, what number did you get them at? Five and a half. I got them right before we start this show at three and a half. It's all the way down to three and a half. Boom. Nailed that it. line opened at eight and a half. Did something happen that we don't know about? Uh, people are just balling on Nebraska. Maybe I guess because Nebraska looked pretty good against Wisconsin last week. Boom. But I, I think that Wisconsin thing was maybe a, a letdown look-ahead spot, right? Because Wisconsin's getting ready to go to Michigan. They knew, like, it, we don't have to even show up to beat this Nebraska team. I think that Northwestern will show up against this Nebraska team. It's 11 a.m. 11 a.m. Saturday on ABC. In Chicago. It's, it's a national game. Like, Northwestern's going to be fired up. Uh, well, in Evanston, but, yeah, same thing. Uh, Northwestern is 11-1 and against the spread against conference opponents the last two seasons. 11 and 1 against the spread. That is bonkers. Open at 8 and a half. Scott Frost is what and what against the spread this year? Uh Owen, well no, he won he won against the spread last last week. Well yeah, but okay. that's the first so time. So, so 1, one and four. 4. Yeah. Uh Owen 5 on the season. The metrics on would this would be 0 6 if they played the Akron game because Akron would have beat their butt too. This is another one of those I got yeah. a little funky about because the metrics say Northwestern should win this game by 13 and a half. Well, the line was close, but it's going the wrong way. It's going the way wrong way. Look, I, look, I might lose money on it. I lost a lot last week. I'm not. I'm not stopping betting against Scott Frost. Eight and a half down to three and a half from Sunday night to Tuesday night. I hey, mean, man. that's insane. Hey, man. And so I it, tell you. I'm all over it. I, I, Northwestern minus five and a half. I thought that was cheap. Three and a half is a, it's just straight up steal. All right. Straight up steal. What a... Let's see. Game number five. You That was your number four as well. That was my number four as well. We're game, two games in a row. We game did. number five. Colorado plus seven at USC. Saturday, 9.30 p.m. FS1. Look, Colorado, I understand. They ain't beat anybody worthwhile. I get that. This team is still undefeated. They have got, I mean, the, the Chenault kid, that wide receiver, is otherworld. USC, I don't believe, has anybody that can stop him. I think Colorado's defense is really good. I think they're going to make JT Daniels look like a freshman. Um, and the metrics say that this should only be a two and a half point uh, favor or spread or whatever for USC. 
So if I'm getting five points here, absolutely. So if I've got Colorado plus seven, I mean, I got them at a touchdown, let's roll. Let's, this is Pac-12 after dark. I could see Colorado winning this game outright. They, they, like to, they like to drag people down in the mud, but they can also score if they need to. Like, Martinez is unbelievable. He's great. Great quarterback. Colorado's a good football team. My number five pick, not, not going far. Down the Tiger Lane, our Memphis Tigers bringing UCF Knights, Golden Knights coming into town. Listen, I said, until UCF line gets over 14, I'm betting them. And I don't care who they play. I thought you might have been taking Memphis money line. <laughs> Let me tell you something. The UCF Golden Knights are only laying four and a half. They are going to come into our house. They're going to eat up our barbecue, and they're going to beat the hell out of this Memphis Tiger team. I love my Memphis Tigers. I love Mike Norvell. I don't care. They're not as good as this team. The Lions this, this team, week, by the way, are brought team, to you by Hollywood Casino, Hollywood and First Jackpot. They're both William Hill properties, uh, so the Lions are going to be the same down there. Uh, and so this one, they, they've got Central Florida minus five. That was as of Tuesday morning. does not matter. Is um, it less than 14? It, it, oh, yeah, it's less okay. than 14. But okay. I, I'll tell you this, uh, uh, that line was down to three and a half okay. right, before, right before we started recording. So – a little funky there. A little, I'm uh, not worried about funk. I'm not worried about nothing. This team is one of the best teams in the country. Yeah. Not just in the AAC. Not just in the, you know, little region of the world that we live in in the South. They're one of the best teams in the country. People got to start taking notice. You know how you get them to take notice? You go into a place like Memphis where Memphis has had some big boy games and they put up a lot of points and you beat the hell out of them. Memphis is a three and zero against ranked teams in the Liberty Bowl the last I get couple that. years. I get that, but that's a lot of Ole Misses coming into town. That's a lot of Tennessees coming into town. That ain't a lot of yeah, UCLA's and whatever. Yeah, UCLA's that Central Florida a whole lot different. Those I tell you this, Liberty Bowl will be rocking for this. Uh, one. It's going to be rocking. It's going to be a rowdy crowd. Game number six for me: West Virginia at Iowa State. I got Iowa State plus seven. Look, the. Uh, <laughs> What the time third, is that game? That that game is a uh, 6 p.m. on FS1. Good, good, I got an evening game to watch. There you go. Uh, it opened at minus four and a half. It was bet all the way up to seven. Metrics say that West Virginia should only be favored by like a point and a half. I was saying, I've, I've talked about this because the metrics, for whatever reason, do not like West Virginia. But Iowa State has got a defense. And this Purdy kid, the third string quarterback that came in against uh, Oklahoma State. Yep. Accounted for five touchdowns last week, threw for over 300 yards, was incredibly efficient. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. I like, I like Iowa State here. It would not shock me. I'm going to have some money on the uh, on the money line. I, I texted you and told you, yep. like, I got a wild hair Saturday morning last week and said, man, I feel like Iowa State might be able to handle Oklahoma State. Put a money line bet down. It hit. Now, I for, did feel a little some, weird about for it. For some reason, Iowa State's not getting any love, and they should be. These lines are all too big for them, and they have been for three, four weeks straight. But a, a night game in Ames, Iowa, I mean, they are going to be yep. fired With an up. undefeated uh, West Virginia team coming in. Well, a, a, so, like, a you're, number you're not, six ranked yeah, West you're not Virginia overlooking this team. You're, you know, you're oh, ready no. for them. Yeah, this is – I mean, this would be a massive win, and, and we all know what Matt Campbell does to, uh, to big-time teams, right? Like he, he stymies them a little bit. He doesn't always win the game, but he's going to make you work for it. And I, I think they can keep this within seven. All right. My next pick, I'm going against the big boy. 
I like doing this sometimes. It's scary, but I'm not scared at all this week. This is the best I've ever felt betting a big boy in my life. I mean, you're 3-0 and betting against the big boys so far this year. Give me Missouri plus 28-and-a-half going up against Alabama and Tuscaloosa. Alabama's defense is giving up Swiss cheese touchdowns to not real good offenses right now. They're going to score 80. That's fine. Missouri can't stop anybody. Missouri might score 70. I don't think – you must be crazy. I'm just telling you. I'm Missouri ain't scoring you, 70 against Alabama. That's a little bit of hyperbole, a little it's bit of exaggeration <laughs> here going on. Let me tell my story. I'm telling you this, Bama's not beating them by 30. They're not beating them by 29. They're not beating them by 28. Now, I will say this. Uh, the metrics that I got say Alabama should be like a 24, 25-point favorite. I don't even so, think it should be that close. Um, I think Missouri can score, which means Alabama's not going to be on the field long enough to put up that big of points. i tell you this. I don't think Alabama's in danger of losing this game. Once again – Betting against big boys doesn't mean I think they're going to lose. It just means it will be close. I just don't think they're beating people by 30. I am 3-0 and against betting on these big – getting a Ben Stone. It's scary. Now, you did bet you did bet Ohio State last I week. I bet on 25. Ohio State. I, I know. bet on them. Had you bet against them. I know. Them, I'd have won. You'd have won that one, That's too. That's the first big boy I've bet on. Uh, game number seven for me. My last game, and then we'll come into uh, to your last game. I'm betting against the big boy, too. Are you really? Yes, I am. I got a Liberty plus 10 at home against Troy. Troy's one of them big boys. Saturday, 1 p.m. You can find this game on ESPN3. Facebook Live, Periscope. <laughs> Somebody will be watching it you, from you the sidelines with a cell it. phone. <laughs> Troy starting quarterback Caleb Barker is out for the season. He had a, a knee injury last week. Liberty is 13-1 and one against the spread against non-conference opponents uh, basically since forever because they, uh, they hadn't been around for, for too, too long. Um, but my metrics had Troy as a 13-point favorite before the injury, and that did not include a home field advantage. Liberty can throw the football. Troy has trouble with teams that can throw the football, and I don't think Troy's going to be able to score as much with the, uh, with the new kid, Sawyer, whatever his name is. Um, so, yeah, I mean, at Troy losing the starting quarterback going on the road, Liberty's been pretty good this year. Uh, Liberty did have trouble with uh, with big time running teams, but Troy is a much more balanced attack. Liberty plus the ten. My last bet of the week. We're going down to Baton Rouge, <laughs> doubling down on a team that let me down last week. Coach O gonna get the guys fired up. They're gonna send the dogs packing. The only big boy that I have not hung on my wall yet this year, Georgia. I've bet against Ohio State when they looked undefeated. Unbeatable. One Made money. Bet against Oklahoma when they looked like they could cover against anybody. One Made money. Bet against Alabama. One Made money. The only big boy in them top four. Clemson, when they used to be up there. One Made money. Took them off the, off the mantle. They're not that great. Still undefeated. <laughs> Just don't impress me. The only big boy not on my mantle is Georgia. We're getting Georgia on the mantle this week. Baton Rouge. Night game, 2.30. Don't matter. It's going to be dark. It's going to get dark early, and it's going to get crazy there. I don't know that O can pull off this upset. But well, what's, I, what's the number you got? I got it seven and a half. Okay. I think LSU I think LSU can hang in this game. I think they got a, yeah. a wild puncher's chance of winning this game. They have to stop the run. Nobody has been able to stop the run. They got to find a way to do it. 
I think Dave Aranda, like if, if any defensive coordinator was going to drop a scheme. To I be able watched to stop Tennessee it. score on this Georgia team. And Tennessee's oh, yeah. one of the most garbage SEC teams I've ever watched in my life. Yeah. I watched yeah, Tennessee score on this team. LSU is immensely better than Tennessee. Baton I, Rouge I is going to be the that. first real hostile environment because that South Carolina game was at 11 a.m. No, that was the 2.30 game. Was it the 2.30 it was, game? It was the 2.30 game, but it was it was early September. Okay. Like maybe. It, it, you, you oh, didn't get yeah, to, it was, was week two. Yeah, you didn't get to deal with uh, with a nighttime atmosphere, and Columbia, South Carolina is not Baton Rouge. No, I'm no, with you. no, no, no. It's uh, not Baton Rouge. I'll tell you this. I'm staying away from it, but I know you got faith. I love it. I, I woke up, and I, and I listen, I know that they are better than LSU at every level of the game. I understand that. I get that. I'm just telling you, I woke up this morning and, First thing I did, got the kids off to school, got ready to go to work, sat down, looked at my lines, and I was scrolling down. I was kind of hoping I was going to get a big number. I was kind of hoping oh, maybe be 13, 10. 12, double digits, something like that. And I saw seven and a half, and I just smiled. And I said, you know what? Everything's right with the world. It's okay. <laughs> we're going to – look, I'm doubling down on two teams that let me down this year, last week. We're, we're, we're getting back. They're coming in. We have given you everything you need to know to be a winner in college football. So go down to Tuna, Mississippi, put your action down, get your Tigers, get your Liberty, get Northwestern, get you got, Temple, you all look in hard things. For that Liberty line. Absolutely. You, you got William Hill's you, got it, though. Yeah, you don't have to look hard. I mean, it's, it's right there. Um, but yeah, go, go check these things out. You can find all the information you need over at TunicaTravel.com. They got six wonderful sports books. We've been to all of them, they are all fantastic. Go down and watch some ball games. You can get all these picks. Well, one on the YouTube channel. Hit that subscribe button. And two over at winningcureseverything.com. Winning Cures Everything NFL Big Games Preview for week number six. Brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. You can find all the information on the six wonderful sports books. That's Horseshoe, Gold Strike, Hollywood, First Jackpot, Fitz Casino, Sam's Town. You can find all that information over at TunicaTravel.com. They got everything you need right over there. You can find all of the information that you need as far as these games go at WinningCuresEverything.com. We got everything you need, including a football picks contest. Go get your 10 games in, knock that thing out, put in your tiebreakers, email address, your name, so that we can actually contact you because we've had some people decide to not put uh, their name or they will give me like a fake email address. Hey man, we're not going to spam you. We're not selling you no. info. Like you you going to literally get... just going to Gary. Yeah. It's not even going to me and Gary. No, so, it's just me. It's it's He's the trustworthy one. And all I'm doing is putting you on an email I mean, address. I might sell it. So that I <laughs> That's but why I'm holding it. That's why he gets um, it. but yeah, so I, we will send you out every Friday. We're going to send out and let you know what we did that week. Give you all of our podcasts, our, our videos, and all that. That way you can check it out if you forgot to check us out. Either way, it's basically just a reminder saying, hey, you might want to get in the picks contest this week. It's free. This week's contest, you're going to win two free nights at Hollywood Casino. You're going to win $100 to the steakhouse over at First Jackpot. You're going to win a $50 slot play to First Jackpot. It's not bad. Nope. It's, it's not be bad. a good deal. Pretty good deal. You get to spend a whole weekend, Friday and a Saturday night cost, over at... Cost you nothing. Yeah. All you got to do is play. Just come play. Uh, let's jump in. NFL big games for week number six. Game number one, this big is game. an absolute no-brainer. Colossal game. Huge game. Absolute no-brainer here. 
The Chiefs at the Patriots. Patriots Biggest game of the season. Yeah, so far. Sunday night football. Uh, Sunday night football. It is. Uh, look, Patriots are a three point favorite. The over under is fifty nine and a half. That's a big <sighs> number for an NFL game. Sunday, seven fifteen p.m. on NBC. Both teams have awful defensive stats. Both teams look really good on offense right now. That's right. Kansas City is five and zero straight up. And against the spread. Correct. The Patriots are not that. Nope. Tell me how you feel. You're you're the resident Pats man. I I feel like you just got back from Gillette. How, how they roll? No, no. Listen, that place is going to be rocking. That place is going to be hopping. Man, if I hadn't just gone a couple of weeks back to back, I I can't tell you that I wouldn't be on something smoking heading that way. <laughs> I'm just I'm just telling you. I'm I'm posting up dual residency in Massachusetts. So That's kind of what it feels like. I'm I'm not a, I'm not afraid to do it. The the Pats are a, just an absurd 24 and 8 against the spread against conference opponents the last uh, a few years whatever it is. Um That's I mean that's an absurd number. Listen, they've already lost two big games this season. I don't. I just don't. Were they, see were they them. even big games though? Uh, I mean, the Jacksonville game. The Jacksonville yes. game was a big game, and and the Lions game Probably was. Uh, but, but it was a Sunday was, night football game. It was Sunday night, prime time. Uh, they just they don't lose many of these games at all. Do you feel like maybe and it's October. You feel like maybe Bill might have given Matt that game. I he, no, he doesn't give anything to anybody. <laughs> That's that. I couldn't even contemplate. So you you that. think they no, just I absolutely just think, got dominated by the? I think this. I think he always figures things out in September. He's messing with stuff throughout September. October gets here. Weather starts getting a little colder. He's ready to rock. And Bill does not lose in the month of October. Hey, what was what was the weather like? Perfect. Oh my gosh. Per, like, like perfect. Like, like what? Sixty eight degrees. Not a cloud in sight. Oh, that's pretty awesome. I mean, it. I don't. For big boy like me, it doesn't get any more perfect. Light, long sleeve T-shirt, done. Not to mention the Patriots got a, a couple extra days to right. to rest up and right. to do a little more research on these Chiefs. Long week. I'm, I, look, man, I know. I've been saying that Pat Mahomes is going to come back to earth eventually. But I haven't seen it yet. The, uh, he, he did a little bit against the, uh, the Jaguars. Yeah, but the Jaguars have an elite-level defense, and the Patriot has no pass rush whatsoever. Yeah. Look, I don't, the only way – the way the Patriots are going to win this game is running the football, keeping it away from, from Patrick Mahomes, keeping it away from Andy Reid, keeping it close, and letting Andy Reid make a mistake in the end of the game. Andy Reid's good at blowing teams out. He's not real good at coaching when the game gets tight. The the Patriots running game does look a lot better. Sony Michelle has has shown up the last couple of weeks. Uh, White has has done some good things. Oh, those two guys are an unbelievable combo. Yeah, I um, I mean, look, the Patriots have the history. They they cover a lot. I mean, they Tom Brady's just a covering machine. Correct. But the Chiefs are five and zero against the against the number this year. That doesn't. But but no team stays that way. I mean, I agree with you. That's the thing. Is but I, no I, team goes undefeated against the spread. I feel like there are just a lot of people backing the Patriots because of that this week. I mean, am I am I crazy for feeling that? No, you're not. You're not. You can bet the Chiefs. You can you can like the Chiefs. That's okay. <laughs> you're like. That's okay. You can be wrong. You can be wrong. You can be wrong. That's fine. that's that's totally um, fine. I'll tell you this. I'm not going to touch it. Wow, I will. But I know you but will. I, but I, but I, but I you, just, you bet yeah. the Patriots every week. That's right. Whether just, you like them or not. I, I ride with them. 
I can understand that. All right, next game up. Now, it, it, after that game, it's a whole bunch of like, maybe. Eh, okay. Listen, All I right. like the slate until we get to the last game. The last game is not a big game. It's not a good game. You you think one way, which has changed your perspective of it, to the rest of the country, it's a garbage game. The other three? Well, I mean, to the rest of the country, like they will be watching it because but we'll get to it. Game number two. Your Chicago Bears. My Chicago Bears. Your your Bruce Brothers. How many teams do you you got like six Listen, teams this year? I do. No, I don't <laughs> have like, that you're many. Like, my Tennessee Titans. My oh, Cleveland no, no, no. Browns. Listen, my New England Patriots. Our Tennessee Titans. Okay? That's true. That's true. The Browns and the Patriots are my team. I just love them. I'm never going to stop. They're I can understand. Complete it. different ends of the spectrum. And and you just jumped on with the Bears because you love Khalil Mack Khalil and you Mack love is uh, my uh, Smith. absolute hero. Yeah. And and Roquan Smith was my ride or die guy coming out of this draft. Now you you did no, say I'm, that. I'm I'm in on this Bears team. Anthony Miller hurt, not getting a lot of reps yet, but but he will. I was I was a big fan of the Bears before they started. Bears minus three at the Miami Dolphins. The over under forty two. It is a low number. Sunday, 12 p.m., it's on Fox. Um, look, I'll, I'll tell you this. The Bears' defense, fantastic. Real good. The Dolphins' offense, even when they were winning. They got issues. Yeah, even when they were winning, they were, they were not. I mean, they weren't putting up a whole bunch no, of No, they went ugly. Yeah, um, which which tells me they could win this game ugly. Oh, they like, could win this game, defense, but it's going to be ugly. Adam Gase will find a way to make Mitch Trubisky make mistakes. Yep. But I also think that Ryan Tannehill will make mistakes. Oh no, no. Well he's he might not make mistakes so much as a big nasty monster would just be all up in his personal space. That's a, that's one thing I was gonna ask you. O, over under five sacks for the Bears. Ooh, five's a lot. I know, but I still don't think that's enough. If if you told me over under three for Khalil Mack, I might push. That. All right, so well then let's just do over under four. Four sacks I'd go over. Okay. As a team, I think they could get four. Okay. Or five. I think they'd get five. I think five's a good number to settle at. I think they get more than that. I think I think the Dolphins are in trouble here. Uh, there's a reason the Bears are favored by three, traveling all the way down to Miami. Uh, the Bears the, look good. The negative on that is, is if Tannehill rolls out, he does a lot of running. They tackle him behind the line of scrimmage. It's not a sack if you consider him a runner. Okay, so how many how many tackles for loss? Oh no, that, over under that, seven. Oh no, yeah. Ten double digits okay. for running backs and and quarterback. Yeah. No, they're going to tackle for loss a lot. Okay, um, bam. So we we both kind of like the Bears here. Is this in your gambling picks? It's not in my gambling picks, but I do like the Bears. I do like the Bears here. The over under forty two is a low number. Um, With today's scoring, yeah, I I think I think they're going to go over the. 42. I'd, I'd probably go over the forty two. I mean, hell, if you know, I mean, if it's a twenty four to eighteen ball game, I mean, you're there. Yeah, you're there. Uh, let's jump into game number three, the Steelers at the Bengals. This is like the most non-normal looking two AFC North hatred teams that we've ever seen. Yeah, it's it's strange. Uh, Bengals are minus two and a half. They are favored by two and a half. The over-under, 53. That's a big number for an NFL game. Um, I'll tell you this, though. Uh, last week, you know, I, I, got, the, I got the Steelers – over at 55 and a half. Just barely hit that thing. Barely. And they scored 40. Yeah, no, 40, but 41 to 17. So I, I got there, 58. Um, but anyway, so yeah, 53 here. 
It's a lot of points. Sunday, 12 p.m. on CBS. Uh, the Steelers are going back to Cincinnati. The Bengals will score more than Atlanta. The, the Bengals are 4-1, and one, and I think that the Bengals will hold the Steelers to less than Atlanta gave up. Oh, no, they're not but, giving up 40. But, I mean, we're talking 53 here. Uh, you're looking at a 31-28 ball game, something like that, and that would be uh, – no, that would be 63. Yeah, it would be a lot. Okay, I mean, we're talking more than that. But 31-28 doesn't seem out of the question here. No. So so you asked me a weird over-under question. I've got an over-under question for you. Vontae okay. Burfick, first game back. Over-under, I don't know, 48 minutes before he gets thrown out of the game? <laughs> uh, definitely under. Under 48. Definitely, uh, definitely well, under. B- before um, the, third, the fourth quarter? Uh, well, how about this? How about uh, uh, over-under, like, the first half, over-under halftime, before he gets his first roughing penalty. Oh no, that no, he's getting that in the first. I mean, he's setting the tempo. Yeah, I mean, that I think might that's probably going to be first quarter. drive, like first yeah. series. Yeah. Um, no, that one, that one's way easier than getting thrown out. I'm, I mean, I'm curious about the props. What? Who down in? So the lines this week are brought to you by Hollywood Casino and the First Jackpot Casino, correct. both William Hill properties. Uh, they've got props, don't they? William Hill probably. Now I haven't gone down there and bet many props. Um, I would venture to say that William Hill casino properties would have more props than everyone else just because yeah. William Hill is kind of notorious for letting you kind of bet anything you want. Yeah, they they will gladly take your money. Yeah, they'll 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 come up with a line for something. Yeah. Just go up how and you, talk to the attendant. How you feel about your boys on this game? Some of my gambling picks. Okay. Right. <laughs> it certainly is. It certainly is. It's in my gambling um, picks too. I bet we're going different ways. <laughs> I would guarantee it. You hate the Steelers. I know you do. That's all good. Uh, Bengals at home. They are four and one this year. The Steelers are two, two and one. Uh, there's nothing wonky about this line. There's nothing crazy here. No. Like two and a half. Uh, the fact that it's under three lets you know that uh, that Vegas still has respect for the Steelers. Um, but it is only you know it's two and a half. Uh, this will be a hate fest. Yeah. These two teams hate each other. Don't let anything fool you. Uh, this is like it, the AFC North is where the most rivalries subside. I believe the AFC, the NFC East teams probably hate each other more. They're just not yeah, rarely. How as, about this? It's not as volatile. No, they're not as violent. Yeah, but those teams are never as physical as the AFC North. No, I mean now the Eagles. Yeah, but the, Redskins the, this year maybe. But you need all the teams. But you to need all of them to be that like way. that. And and the Bengals, the Ravens, the Browns, and the Steelers are yeah. all. Even when the Browns were bad, they still played all these teams tough. Yes, yes, they certainly did. As opposed um, to now when they're good. <laughs> Let's move in game number four. The Ravens, minus three at the Titans, over-unders 41. That's a low, low number, but we, we called that one. Uh, Sunday, 325 p.m. on CBS. I'm I'm not sure. This is in my gambling picks. Mine as well. Is it really? I can't believe we're betting on the same games. That's, uh, we're starting to think too much alike. This is a little crazy. I don't know that that's um, normal. The Titans are an underdog at home. They uh, they lost last week 13-12 to to the Buffalo team that the Ravens beat 47-3. to uh, Now, granted, they are not the same team that they were in week one. Correct. Nate Peterman has not touched the field since the Ravens Correct. game. Um, and they were down so far at that point that, I mean, they just – Good gracious, it was uh, it was not good. Um, we've talked about this Titans teams before, or Titans team before. They will drag you into the mud. They will make games ugly. Forty one, maybe too many points here, especially when you saw the Ravens get stuffed by the Browns defense last week. Boom. Um, 
it, you you called it. You you said last week this Ravens team is not the offensive juggernaut that that people nope. said it was. Um, they haven't played a good defense yet. They played at least one not until last week. Yeah, they played one, and that defense sent their butts home packing. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Uh, I do feel good about the Titans, but you will have to watch the gambling picks for that one. Uh, and you, you'll see that one. Just hit the subscribe button on YouTube. You'll find it. It's all good. Uh, if you're listening on the podcast, it'll be it, here in a minute. It'll be here in a minute. We'll get there. Game number five. You hate this game. God, this is a garbage game. Jaguars minus three at the Cowboys. Cowboys cannot ever be in the big games until they do something worthy of being in the big games. Over-unders 40 and a half. So that is less than the two that we said were like really low lines. I'm kind of surprised that this is at 40 and a half. I think it should – like I the think – The Cowboys can't get 200 yards of offense on bad teams. Why do you think they could get any offense on good teams? Sunday, 325 p.m. on CBS. I, I just – I have a feeling the Cowboys at home in this game, uh, the Jags are just like – I don't know what to make of them ever. I know they're a good defensive team, but, eh, you know, I mean, they had over 500 yards total offense last week, but they turned the ball over five times. And I understand they were, playing, they were playing from behind. I get that. It's very but, simple to understand, actually. They're actually probably one of the easier teams to understand in the NFL. They can't play from behind. Blake is going to turn the ball over. He's going to make mistakes when he's either played from behind or the game gets close in the fourth quarter. He's going to lose the game. But how, how do you when they can front game? run, I, I think they're going to boat race them. I think they're going to get up by 14 and never give up a point. I think the Cowboys are garbage. I think they're one of the worst offenses in all of football, even with Dak Prescott. Is this uh, is this in your gambling picks? No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Damn right it is. <laughs> what was the uh, – the? by the way, your quote has has taken off on YouTube. People love it. Like Jason Garrett, I'm going to fade his ass, or I'm going to fade yeah. him until they fire his yeah. ass. Yeah, just keep doing it. And guess what? They're never going to fire him. They're never going to fire him. Not until the end of this We're year. We're going to be doing this 10 years from now, and he's going to still be on the sidelines. Just That ginger's going to turn a little gray, and he's just going to be still clapping his ass off, and it's just, I don't know what to do. That's fine. <laughs> That's okay. The, you make money off of him. The, uh, the metrics. Ezekiel Elliott, such a waste of talent there. Just such a waste. Just trade him. Trade him to Green Bay or somewhere where he can do something. The metrics on this say that the Cowboys should actually be favored by a point. So that's the only thing that kind of makes me go, That's fine. Eh, it's a little. That's fine. Your metrics are off. It, I mean, that's entirely possible. They're, ju- they're just off. This is, this is a garbage game. Well, let's talk about some honorable mention games. The game that should be on here for the number five spot. And, this is, I, and I swear this is not Homer pick from me. The Browns. Chargers game is Chargers, absolutely yeah. going to be nationwide one of the most watched games Sunday. Chargers minus one at the Browns over under 44 on that one. It is a noon kickoff in Cleveland. This is a um, game where not a kicker should ever touch the field except for on kickoffs and punts. And just go for it on fourth down. Every just time. go for it on fourth. Just play hard four and go Hugh? for two. You hear that? You hear that, Lynn? Yeah. Just go this. for this is This is a matchup of two incredibly talented teams that could not be coached more badly than they are being coached right now. So so which which coach screws up to lose them the game? Anthony Lynn. 
because <laughs> he's going to put his kicker out there over and over again, and I actually think Hughes to a point where he's just going to start going for it more. I can believe that. I, I know. Be, I mean, I he believe, won him last week. I be, yeah, but I think there was a chance that that kicker could have kicked a game-winning field goal and, and got released like five minutes later. I mean, he did miss an extra point that would have won the game in uh, regulation, right. but, you know, either They're way. They're 5-0 oh if, if that Jamoke is just average. Uh, let's see. Let's talk about another Sunday game before we get to the Monday night and the Thursday night game. Uh, the Rams at the Broncos. The Rams are, what, seven-point favorites? Yep, seven-point favorite at the Broncos. This is in my gambling picks. 52-and-a-half. Same here. That's crazy. Man, we we really got to stop. <laughs> like, we, we got we to gotta start working together and, like, talking about these before we do them. We try not to talk because we don't want the other person to influence the other person's picks. Yeah. Because but, uh, but we're if giving we're these seeing out, the same thing. These are the honest picks. Hmm. I, I'm going to tell you this: until Denver realizes the best quarterback on their roster is on the bench, that they're not going to be great. Uh, that's that's Chad getting Kelly. closer to happening. By the way, yeah. Uh, I uh, Case, Case Keenum he went for 300 yards last week, but my gosh, they still got boat raced by the Jets, and I called that one. No. I, just, I told you it's they just not good. Look the. Uh, I mean the Broncos are terrible against the spread. It's but they're a good team. They're they're, they're quarterback they? away from being. I think they're a quarterback away from being a good team. I mean they gave up thirty four points to the Jets last week. Well, I mean their secondary is garbage, but it's Which, hard to play and, from and behind. Before the season, I thought their secondary was going to be great. No, I never like, thought their everything, was I, I thought they were going to be good. See, I didn't think of that. I thought there's. I think they got to get pressure. For some reason, Vaughn Miller has not had a good season no so far no but i think a lot of that might be the fact that the offense can't stay on the football no no that's it that's it i promise you if they just make the mood to chad that team gets just they get a they get a bolt of fire in their butt and they're going to play better next one up uh the thursday night game the eagles minus three at the giants thursday 7 20 p.m on fox that's the national game of the week uh, I mean, the Eagles lost at home to the Vikings last week. I think that might have just been uh, – uh, they might have been victims of circumstance because the Vikings had to have a win. Had to have a win. I don't like this Giants team whatsoever. I don't care if they're playing at home. The Eagles, they are now in a position where they need a win. Uh, the Giants have needed a win every week, and they still can't find one. They got one at Houston, but that's because Bill O'Brien – does what he does and they've got chaos going on with odell again they've given him a monster contract which was probably a gigantic mistake i do agree with that now he did come out and say like oh yeah we're brothers we got through it and that i, I still think like they may come out and tell the media that he's got a lot of crazy mm, man. I, oh he definitely does he's got a lot of crazy he definitely does i i'm gonna tell you this i think a seven and nine team is gonna win that division I think we're going to have a losing record going into the playoffs this year. You think the Eagles will have a losing record? I, somebody. I don't know that it's going to be the Eagles. Hey, yes, I think the Eagles have a losing record, and I don't know that they're the team that's going to win that division. It wouldn't surprise me if it was the Skins. I mean, the Skins' loss right. to the Saints is not an ugly loss. A lot of people have lost to the Saints. Yeah, no, that's true. And some of them have lost really badly. Yeah, if you go into New Orleans on a Monday night, like it's it's – so it, it, it's about expected now. I don't. I don't know that that's a bad loss. Uh, well, I mean, who, who you the like there? Games. Who you like there? In what the Eagles game? Yeah. Oh, I'll be betting the Eagles. I'm okay. not putting a nickel on this Giants team. Uh, last game, the Monday night game, because we always cover Thursday Monday night games. That's right. Uh, the 49ers at the Packers. The Packers are a ten and a half point favorite. It's Monday, seven fifteen on ESPN. Uh, Joe Tess is going to get to call an Aaron Rodgers game. That's uh, 
That should be fun, I would imagine. Packers shouldn't be a 10-point favorite to anybody in the NFL. That's kind of what, it, like, the metrics say this should be 7 or 8. Yep. Uh, and the 49ers kind of kind of suck. I mean, now, don't get me wrong. This could easily go over 10 points. Oh, yeah. If, they if the 49ers. Cover. They shouldn't be a 10-point favorite to anybody. No, they, but if the 49ers turn the ball over five times like they did last week well, against yeah. the Cardinals, obviously the 49ers can lose by 10 to anybody. But but that, this but, defense ain't as good as the Arizona's defense. But, I mean, now, I know what, Arizona's a bad team, but now, what the would be funny? defense is not good. What would be really funny is if the, <laughs> if the Packers – and the 49ers both decide to have a turnover fest. Yeah. Because both of them were awful last week. Packers just missing field goals and fumbling the football away. And the 49ers are throwing interceptions and fumbling the football. I have so much money on the Packers under 12 games this year. I cannot tell you how happy I am with that. I just, <laughs> was it under I just 12? Can't. Yeah, it was a big number. No, no, it was 10. It was 10. It was 10. Man, that was a, man, that was a long time I made that bet. I yeah. don't know. That was, it, that was 10. It was 10. And so, because it I'm, was the same number as the Vikings, and, and, we, and I was and like, I'm still, "This is crazy." I'm still happy with it. And so, I, I after last week, I felt a lot better about my Vikings over ten. Yeah, I think they're getting things right. I think they're fine. I think I think they're looking all right. All right, that's going to wrap up our NFL Big Games preview for Week Number Six. As always, it's brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi. We've given you everything you need to know about being a winner. Go down to Tunica, put your action down on your favorite game, whoever you like in this. We told you what you need to know. Go check that out. You can also check out over at winningcureseverything.com. More information about this stuff. But, uh, yeah, go check out tunicatravel.com. Figure out which sports book you want to go to. they got six of them down there. Tunicatravel.com has got all the information. That's going to wrap up the NFL Big Games. NFL Gambling Picks for week number six. Let's go on and tell you this is brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. You can watch and wager on any of these games that we're giving you down at Tunica at any of their five, nope, six fine sports books. Uh, Horseshoe, Hollywood, Samstown, First Jackpot, uh, 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 Gold Strike, and the Fitz. Fitz Casino. You know, I went off my my kilter there. I, I I didn't go in the same order as I usually do. Either way... Can't mess up the rotation. Yeah, I need to keep the rotation going. Um, over at winningcureseverything.com. Picks contest. Picks contest. Bam. You got that right. Last week, Charles E. from Parkersburg, West Virginia, won with a 7-3 and three record. Come on down and visit us from West Virginia. Absolutely. If uh, if he gets down here, Charles, we'd love to see you. We'd love to hang out. So we, we got somebody coming from uh, from Huntsville, Alabama, Somebody coming from South Carolina, Hilton Head, South Carolina. We got somebody coming from West Virginia. We got somebody coming from Collierville. Every week, we got a different winner. Pick 10 games against the spread. All you got to do, all you got to do, just go over there. Any email address, put your name in. Tell us where you're from. Easy enough. Let's jump in. Last week, we both went 2-3. and three. Not good. Not good at all. I'm 12-12-1 and one against the spread. You were 14-9-2, and two, so you still hold the lead here. I am... Between college and the pros, I am one game below 500. Not, That's not bad. Not feeling good. No. It's I early. should be up like six, seven, eight games right now. All right. Like, I, I swear that some of these I have lost that just, I cannot, none of it makes sense. I mean, none of it makes sense. NFL took one away from me a couple of weeks ago. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. No, it's NFL and college both taking a couple away from me. But, uh, but either way, you can't fret about it too long. You just got to come back and hit your bookie in the mouth. Don't worry about old stuff. Hit your sports book in the mouth. That's what we're going to teach you how to do this week. Let's jump right in. Game number one for me. We got a lot of the same games. We we got 
It, we so just when you do a game that I do, we're just going to talk about it. There's no order. Okay. What's your first game? First game for me, Steelers plus two and a half at the Bengals. Well, we're going to do this one first then. Yeah, okay. we're going to go on and do this one. Sunday, right. 12 p.m., CBS. I know we're going to go head to head on this because you hate the Steelers. I know you do. Uh, Steelers got things right last week against Atlanta. Atlanta is the cure for all offenses that are having chemistry problems. The Steelers got things figured out. The running game is running again. Everything looks good. Antonio Brown looks like he's happy again. Things are rolling. Uh, Steelers need this win more than the Bengals do. And I understand there is hatred here. I got you. But, my goodness, this is the time of year, generally, where the Bengals start to decline, right? They're 4-1 right now. Steelers are 2-2-1. Two, two Steelers need this ball game. I got them. I think they will. I think they'll win this game straight up. Okay. Go ahead. Give me your reason why I'm wrong. So I've got the Bengals because a the Bengals are not the Falcons. Okay, they're not a garbage <laughs> defense team. This is a really good defense. They've played well all year, top to bottom in the lineup. They're 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 just a better team overall than the Steelers are. That's just that's just true. The Steelers are going to turn the ball over far more. That's way important when it comes to winning and losing these games and covering spreads. Outside of Antonio Brown, there's not another level of the game where the Steelers are better. This is not. Ben is not better than Andy Dalton. The numbers say he's not. This year, he's way worse. I think the Bengals are at home. I think this Bengals team is good. I think they're tough. They're getting Vontaze Burfick back. I don't know that Ben finishes this game because Burfick's going to see to it that he might not. You don't think Josh Dobbs covered this spread? God, okay. no. <laughs> no. Now, now, now you're just making me laugh. I know. I know. I, I like the Bengals. I like the Bengals before it is not a Steelers hatred thing. The Steelers just don't look good. They don't look good. They look great against the Falcons. Falcons are a terrible team. It's easy to yeah. look great against bad teams. I can understand that. They haven't looked good against a single good team uh, yet. A lot of this is based on historical mess, right? The the yep. Bengals. They have come out of the gate firing a lot. But this is still Marvin Lewis. It is still Andy Dalton. It's still the same team. Like, I, they, they get too emotional in games like this. I, I could okay. see the Steelers winning this one. All right. We go to opposite on that. Let's go game number two. Rams minus six and a half at the Broncos. I don't think we're going opposite on this one. I doubt it. Uh, you are the one that said last week that you were not betting against the Rams until uh, until they lose. Until they lose. Now, I'm I did bet it. against them last week. They went up to Seattle. They were down 31-24 entering the fourth, and I covered the spread. The Rams still won the ball game. I think they are going to be pissed off. Yep. I think they're going to be very upset. The Broncos against the spread in the last two years, they are 4-12 and in their last 16. Yeah, they're not against the spread. The Broncos have just not been impressive at all. No, they are like they they're starting they can't, the wrong guy at quarterback. Yeah, they can't figure no, this thing. Nobody's out. willing to stand up and say, "Hey, maybe we're starting the wrong guy at quarterback." I, I'll tell you this: if Case Keenum plays the entire ball game here, uh, this the six and a half is nowhere near no. what this thing will be because Case Keenum will throw them the football three times. Uh, the Rams will score on this defense because. Von Miller and, and those guys cannot get pressure on the quarterback for whatever reason. Jared Goff will have a field day. Uh, I mean, I, I love the Rams here, especially under a touchdown. Yep. I mean, this is this is perfect. That's Sunday. Half, doesn't matter. Sunday at 3.05 p.m. on Fox for that game. Next one up, the Ravens at the Titans. Okay. 
I got the Titans plus three. I got the Titans plus three. I think the Titans maybe win this one outright. I absolutely. I do this not is, think this Ravens team is that great. Yep. I think when they play a tough physical team, they fold. They beat the hell out of the Steelers. They got smoked by the Bengals. They beat the hell out of the, uh, the Bills. They got beat up by the Browns. Yeah. They, they just, when they play physical teams, that offense collapses on itself. Joe Flacco is not a good quarterback when you push him around. The Titans are going to push you around. That's Sunday at 325 p.m. The Titans will drag this one into the mud. Correct. It'll be low scoring. The Ravens are not great in those kind of games. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I love this pick. It, Titans will be after I losing. Home, I get a home dog. Yeah. yeah. Get embarrassed. It got embarrassed by the Bills last week. Yep. And and now you got the Ravens coming in. This this will be a good time for them to uh correct things. Uh next one up. I don't think we're I don't think we have this one together. I got the Chargers minus one and a half at the Browns. That's Saturday noon at CBS. Now this is nothing against your brownies. It sounds like it's against my brownies. No, 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 it's not against the brownies. I like I like Cleveland this year. Like I I, I enjoy Baker Mayfield. I like all of this. But I think you just I don't think, think they, they're going to win the game? No, I don't. I think the Chargers, in this spot, they are looking to get things turned back around. I think they started to the last couple of weeks. Phillip Rivers looks good. Running game looks pretty good. Defense is starting to come around. Uh, I think going into Cleveland, they're going to be fired up. They're going to be ready to roll. Cleveland came off a huge emotional win over the Ravens. Rivalry win. Uh, I, I like the Chargers here. Chargers minus one and a half. This is not one of my gambling picks, but I, I, I'll take my brownies. <laughs> I'll take my brownies against Anthony Lynn and whatever Jamoke he's going to put out there as a field goal kicker that is going to miss like four extra points and any field goal he put in at. So I'm good with that. <laughs> then I guess I'll get the pick that's not our other game that we have. Give me the Jags minus three against the Cowboys. Hell, the uh, give, give, me, give me the quote again. You fade – Jason Garrett as long as he's the damn coach. Yeah. If he's going to stand on the sidelines, you just go the other way. Last week, I was afraid because the Houston <laughs> Bill O'Brien is also the, not yeah, great. Bill O'Brien is, is just one of those that says, let's pump the brakes on this rule. And I was right. I think it would have pushed. I don't know. If you would had the hook, it would have lost. But um, the Jags are not the Houston Texans. The Jags are going to beat the – ever loving hell out of this Cowboys team. All they have to do is stop Zeke. That's it. Yeah. Dak is not going to come close to beating them. All they have to do is stop Zeke. I could see it. And kick field goals. I could see it. I I mean I I buy it. Now like I I told you like my metrics say the other way, but I still you you were asking me before we recorded. I thought you were gonna I thought we were going you, opposite on this because you you talked all this noise uh, about how the Cowboys should win this game and no, the no, no, Jags no. aren't real good, and then it's not even one of your gambling picks. It's because I'm not dumb enough to bet on the Cowboys. All right. I'm not doing that. I'm this team is to bet against too them. crazy. I will tell you this, though, and I, we talked about this before. They are undefeated at home. I understand they played crap teams. I got, oh. I, I got you. I got you. But, I mean, they have looked better at home than they did on the road. Uh, game number five for me. And for you. We're going head-to-head. Yes, we are. Panthers, plus one at the Redskins. You're making a colossal rookie mistake. This is not a rookie mistake. Rookie mistake. This is not a rookie mistake. Rookie mistake. Now, you say that they are the back-and-forth whatever team. They are the back-and-forth whatever team. 
Redskins, one less day to prepare. I understand they're at home. I got that Carolina. They got a hell of a defense. I think Christian McCaffrey will be able to run a little bit on that defense. They barely just beat the Giants. I understand that. And that's partly why I think that they will come out and win this ballgame. Okay. Okay. This is just one of those very simple, you just bet against Jay Gruden every other week and you bet on him every other week. And you're going to cover spreads every week. That's just it. Well, they had a bye week. I didn't know what to do. I pumped the brakes. I watched them get boat raced against New Orleans. They're going to get it figured out. They're going to – I don't have any metrics for you. I don't have any numbers for you other than the history of Jay Gruden. Jay Gruden is a good coach every other week. And then he's going to feel real good about himself. And they're going to say, guys, man, we've got this figured out. We're number one in the NFC East. We're rolling. And then whoever they play next week, you bet against the pad, uh, the, the, Red the skins. So give okay. me the skins. Just got to win the game. Minus one. Or plus one. Well, I got this. I got the skins minus one. Oh, yeah, you did. I'm sorry. I had the Panthers plus one. Yeah. yeah. So, I, yeah. I mean, it's a. Just got to win the game. It's basically a pick em game. I like it. I like it. That is our NFL gambling picks for week number six. Well, one of us is going to do pretty good, and the other one's going to be. The other one's going to be upset. really upset with himself. <laughs> It'll probably be me. You tend to know more about this NFL stuff than I do. Nah. Um, I do. I do follow numbers. I do like, and, and I've started to get more into my field. Right? Like I, you know, I'm trying to anyway. Uh, but that is our NFL gambling picks for week number six. As always, it's brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi. We gave you everything you need to know to go be a winner. Go put some action down in Tunica at any of their six sports books. You can find all the information on that over at tunicatravel.com. You can get these picks over at winningcureseverything.com. Don't forget, go into the picks contest. I think that wraps it up for the week, right? Yes, sir. See you guys next go round. Good luck, guys. It's time for the rundown. Remember, check out winningcureseverything.com. You can give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash winningcureseverything. You can follow us on Twitter, at winningcures. You can follow myself, at GaryWCE. You follow me at Chris B. Giannini, C-H-R-I-S-B-G-I-A-N-N-I-N-I. You can also email the show, that's winningcureseverything at gmail.com. And we now have a voicemail line. That number is 551 226 9899. If you want to call and bash us for talking bad about your favorite team or praise us or just tell us about how awesome your team is doing, leave us a voicemail. That number again is 551-226-9899 and we may toss it on the show. Thank you for supporting this show and until next time, have a good one guys. Hey, don't forget, subscribe to the Winning Cures Everything podcast on iTunes and make sure you leave a review. For every 25 written five-star reviews we get on iTunes, we are donating to St. Jude's Children's Hospital and Le Bonheur's Children's Hospital in Memphis, Tennessee. So subscribe and review on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and all your favorite podcast apps. Remember, the Winning Cures Everything podcast.